ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the 36th installment of the Bobby Kudo Show. You know why you're here. Woke up this morning with the sunshine in my eyes. All the clouds are gone and took the rain. We got some special guests today. those of you who know, this is the latest hit, Because You Love Me, by the famous Joe Exotic. Who's not watching Tiger King? I know somebody. Well, let's let the cat out of the bag, right? Let's let the cat out of the bag. Guys, let me introduce to the show today, Mr. Joe Costa, very close personal friend. I've known Joan for uh, quite a long time. And welcome back to the show, Mr. Steve Silvestri, who was on episode 27 on Second Thought. Gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, great to guys! Be here again, right? Right. I'm so glad to hear your voice, Steve. I know it's been a while, brother. We talked about it on the last podcast. I know you actually even talked about, you know, maybe doing a podcast and getting something started. And of course, Corona happened, and obviously with that, the whole world changed. And here we are, kind of just sitting still, waiting for something to change. And day to day, we uh, expect that you know maybe we're going to get something new, uh, something's going to break, but. It just seems like it's the same thing day in and day out. Right, Joe? Right? Exactly. So listen, guys, if you don't know, I used to work with both Steve and Joe. We we, uh, we met at Comcast. It was uh, a matter of fact, I think it was a job fair, right, guys? You guys came in on a job fair at the same time, right? Uh, yeah, applied I, online and got yeah, a call pretty much the next day. Yeah, and then you guys came in. I remember we did the interview. We hired both of you guys, and it was like family ever since, right? I mean, you guys are still working together. You're still, you're both a Comcast. You're both still working together. Do you guys work on the same teams, or you guys work on on opposite teams now? Different teams now. Oh, yeah, okay. we're on opposite teams. He's no, he's north end. I'm south end. Of New Bedford. Correct. New Bedford. Yeah. Oh, nice, 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 nice. And they still, obviously, you guys are still working. Are you still pulling the same amount of work that you were before, or have they alleviated some of the load? <laughs> <laughs> I know this. Uh, touchy subject but considering the situation <laughs> that's, right that's, have they alleviated that, some of the that's the funniest thing i've heard all day so they they changed business rules yeah and uh it's they changed it for the worst honestly. really because really? now because now we're doing everything twice but so, it yeah, all, so just so i get this right it all started first with dial soap right they gave you guys some soap and i mean i don't want to get too like for, i don't this isn't like no a, no, no, no. This, it wasn't no 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 dial soap would have made sense no, 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 they gave us dish soap. Yeah, dish soap. Oh, they give you dish soap. Antibacterial, yeah. of course. Dawn, right? Dawn. Oh, hey, they Dawn. They did give us the good stuff. Well, well, it's, safe yeah. for the, it's safe for the the ducklings, isn't it? The ducklings, like, right. like oil and right. stuff, don't that safe for them? Yeah. How about masks? They're giving <laughs> you guys, like, masks? for the jackasses, too. <laughs> How about masks? Are you guys getting masks? Uh, they gave us some masks, but now they gave us um, pretty much tablecloth masks. Oh, really? Like if you went to a yeah. dinner. Really? Yeah. Pretty uh, much. That's rough. That's right. Some of us got bandanas, too. That uh, paper thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. I I didn't even get that. So really, yeah. That's a tough. You know, it's, you know, I, I get it. Not that I would ever take sides, and and I would, well, I, I would take sides. But in this case, I would never stick. <laughs> in other words, I would never stick up for Comcast. But I mean, how do you? 
I don't know, man. How would you manage it? Like, if I was to ask you guys, what would you do differently? What would you do that they're not doing that you think could help you, you know, do your job or, or feel like you're, you're being safe while doing your job? Uh, either get us the proper PPE or 95 masks. They got us gloves. Uh, we get hand sanitizer now. It's mainly the masks. It, it, it's tough to come by. Yeah, you know, right, right. I've been getting my own. You know, I've got my own surgical mask. But I'm fortunate enough to get them. But you would think, so guys, you them. would think Comcast, like, they, we're talking a bazillion dollars here, guys, right? That they would be able to oh, get yeah. this stuff, right? I, I don't know. I mean, is it just me? I mean, I, I would think that they could get it, right? I mean, who's got more money yeah. than Comcast? I mean, you've got a connections all over the world. You would think that they could say, hey, I need, I don't know, 100,000 masks for my people. And that way, at least you guys have some, some proper PPE to go out there and do your jobs. Even if you're not going to provide them, not force or, or make people go in, into environments they're not feeling safe. I mean, again, I don't. I, it's not what the podcast is about today, guys. I just really wanted to bring that up because I want people to appreciate the sacrifices that both of you are making. You know what I mean? Not just you guys, but everybody that's getting in a van every day and going out there and providing you know these services to people because, you know, without you guys, I mean, everybody's home, right? Without internet. And I keep saying it, and I've mentioned it right. a couple of times. Like, what do you do, right? You got kids. You're trying to teach your kids you know, or, or do the homeschooling, and a lot of these these schools are doing this stuff at home without that internet service, right? But, you know, again, I, I would say it's just as important as, as having electricity, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And, 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 yeah. and so, and so, and Steve, I'll, I'll ask you. I mean, do you see people are people grateful for for the services that you guys are providing, or is it kind of like a, you know, people are expecting you to show up and people are expecting you to do what you're doing? No, people expect you to come in and 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 do so. It, it, it's kind of a long story. So it, 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 they, they change things so that we're not supposed to be going into people's houses. At least that's what they're saying, yeah. right? Yeah. So we're doing what they call home drop-offs. So we activate everything outside. We hand the customer a bag full of equipment and instructions on how to activate it. Problem is a lot of our customers can't do that, right? right? Like you have elderly customers that can't work a remote, never mind install right. a cable right. box. That's totally fair. Right? So, totally fair. Uh, so, so I mean... We're not supposed to be going to people's houses. Then they change the rules and they say, oh, well, you have to go in for the for the primary box and the modem, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But then but then they're setting up. I, I mean, I did a job the other day where I, I went to a lady's house because I said TV's all out, right? I get there and it, her DTA in her kitchen's not working. Ugh. And I'm like, well, what the hell am I doing here? Like, right. I'm not supposed to be here. Right. You know, but that's so, that's more it, powerful it, it, than course. It, it, that's the way it's been. I mean, let's just tell the truth. It's been like that for a very long time. How many times were you working? You know, the late shift, right? You got the seven o'clock shift, and you're getting a call for an out of service, and you get there, and the TV in the TV in the bedroom isn't working. You know what I mean? How many times is that? Oh, happened? absolutely. Right, all yeah. the time. All you get called out for remote issues. You know what I mean? It's stupid stuff like that, and it'll it'll never change. Yeah. The problem is. Because they're doing these these home drop-offs, they feel as though you can do twice as much work in the same amount of time. <sighs> but they still want you to climb the pole, check the drop, do right. a scan, right. do this, do that. And then, you know, so in the morning, yeah. this, this is the thing that I find completely silly. In the morning, I'm dropping off equipment to a house. And then in the afternoon, I'm going back to that same house to do the install. Right. Why not? You know what? Right. Why not just let me do the install? Yeah. Just, well, just yeah. Just just one person. Why, I mean, why if we're are you gonna having, do it, then just let us do it. Right. Why have multiple people going to one one place? It doesn't make any sense. Well, cause, I mean, think about it. Now you're rolling two trucks when you could have just rolled one. Like, right. Right. They're screwing themselves. Now, but. listen. I can only say this. I know this. I say this from experience. Like I, it was already difficult enough to do this job 
job or do the job that you guys do with people in normal circumstances? Because let's just be truthful and honest here. And I, you know, I got I got the explicit you know uh, label on the podcast, and I can say it. people some people are just fucking disgusting, right? I mean, let's just say this what it is. There are people absolutely. out there that are absolutely disgusting. They don't clean their houses. There's shit all over the place. I can't even tell you. I remember as vivid as it was yesterday how many times I kneeled down at the TV set and then I get up and my knee is soaking wet from 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 either cat piss or or, or dog piss. You know what I mean? Right? Like those. Well, that never happens. Yeah. Right, so so already dealing with th- those kind of things, and then of course now you bring this whole Corona factor into it. I mean, I would imagine it's got to be uh, to the point where the stress level's got to be over the top, Joe. I mean, I would imagine that even at this point, mm-hmm. are you are you stressing it to the point where you're saying, man, I, can I do this every day, or are you are you are you able to at the end of the day to be like, you know what, fuck it, it's it's that it's my day, it's my day, I'm done, my family's my family, I'm moving on. It's stressful because you're you going know, home, they, right? You're going home these, to your family they, they every day, right? Rules. Well, here's the thing. So they put these rules into play. You know, the pol- they change the policy, and you're supposed to just go. You know, they vaguely tell you in an email or what you're supposed to do for a drop and go, mm-hmm. and then you ask around and you ask one supervisor, he'll tell you one way. Another supervisor will tell you another way. It's stressful because one of them will say, "Hey, you're supposed to go in yeah. for a drop off. You go in, make sure the outlet is active, and then." give the customer the equipment yeah in the email it says it just drops you know the boxes yeah go outside make sure everything's good clean and that there's an active outlet going into the home or apartment and that's what we're doing yeah but like now they're telling us you got to go in and make sure there's a, an active outlet so <sighs> what, what is it am i going in or am i not going in yeah yeah. It's very, it's it's stressful Right, there. right. So you're, you're trying to make that decision on the spot based on what you right. see, right? Does, do these people look sick? But, do they, could they be sick? Are they not sick? Right. Are, are, are people at least wearing masks when you go to the home? Are they, they at least wearing... Uh, some, some are, yeah. Some some will actually respect you and, and stay away. And then there's some that it's just like right there. And it's like, dude, please, can just you back please up back a little up bit. a little right, bit? Right, right. Yeah, just, it's like respect a little space here. Like, right, right. But yeah, I mean... But, what I've been doing now is I've been activating the stuff in my truck and calling the customer. Smart, smart. Hey, listen, I got a smart, t- you know, I got a TV in my truck. I got the box. I, if I can run me a 50 foot outlet and get up on the pole or on the side of the house. Yeah. Oh, that's I've smart. So, so, now, so, so when you act, when you give the customer the piece of equipment, it's already activated. It's all active. Oh, all so, they need to do is find the outlet in the house. See, now that's smart. That, that's smart to me. I find that very smart. Like that's just that's, that's the way I do it. Right, and that's you know, you know what? Maybe that's what everybody it. else should be doing. And you know what? Quite honestly, maybe they should give you guys an extra couple of minutes to do that. Right? That would make sense to oh, me. Oh no, that's that, and that's the other stressful part about it is. is You'll have two drop and goes, but this is what they call them, drop yeah, and go, yeah. in the same time frame. <sighs> now, not all your drop and goes are going to go 15, 20 minutes. Right. Like I said, if I can't get access to, say I got to park down the street and get to the next customer's house and I can't get up to the pole, I can't activate the stuff. So what I do is I hand them the customer the stuff and I say, and I got it all hooked up for them in the bag with the splitters and everything's plugged in. Here you go, plug it into your outlet yeah. and I'll call you. And we'll activate it over the phone. And then you're like, right? But sometimes they have trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, they have trouble sometimes, and yeah, it, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't take to expect it. You know, right. 25 minutes, a half hour to be there. No, right. right sometimes right. I'm there for for just an internet in a box, and I'm there an hour and a half, two hours. I gotta be, I, Joe. I gotta, you know, and Steve, right? How many new installs? You would think by now that everybody has it, or is it this? Is this Steve? Is this the reoccurring customers, the ones that have satellite one week, and then you know, right? Whoever's around. Yeah, a lot of them are. And then the other thing is Comcast is giving everything away for free, right? So 
even the internet essentials, like the, the, the really slow speed internet that's supposed to be offered to families, like low, low income, income families, they yeah. have to qualify for free lunch and yeah. all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're giving that stuff away for free now. <sighs> I literally installed internet essentials in a, a Comcast salesperson's uh... house the other day. Well, now everybody's getting it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's it, it's just it's ridiculous. And then you expect these customers to not pick up a satellite line yeah. and plug it into their modem, and then it doesn't work. And then so it comes back in as a failed self-install kit. So then you go out there, and there's no drop hit in the house, or there's a drop, but it's not for that apartment. Yeah. And all their lines are going to satellite because they have satellite. So, like, how do you expect these customers to do it? And then you, and then you got to tap. It doesn't have enough ports, and you got to reach out to your network tech and try to get him out there to upgrade Good the luck tap. With that. Right, right, right. Hey guys, let me ask you. Listen, just shifting gears a little bit. Are you guys hearing anything about five G? Is Comcast like? Are they talking about five G? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, if you look at the stats of five G, I know that people are concerned about it, about the medical harm that it can, you know, cause. But at the end of the day, the speeds that you're able to to transmit over that 5G signal, when you really think about it, is there going to be a need for the for the wire to the home, or is the 5G going to be like, hey, this is this is it? I don't need to. Why would I have a cable coming to my house if if I can stream it a gig? I, I mean, that's what I pay for now. Comcast, I pay for a gig service at my house. If I can get a, get a gig down a gig up, then why why would I want wired service? I, I, is Comcast talking about that with you guys, or is it yeah. null and void? No, Com the only thing, honestly, the only thing I've heard about 5G is the fact that in South Boston, in that FMA, half of the FMA left to go work for the company that's doing 5G. Wow, no kidding. In Boston, because they're paying them like 10 bucks more an hour or whatever the hell it was. Right, right. So Comcast lost a bunch of guys up in Boston. But there's nobody's doing 5G down here yet. Like, right. you know but but it's a matter of, I would imagine it's city. a matter of time, guys. But, but by the time, you know what I mean? Like it always starts in the bigger cities and then it kind of branches out from there. And, you know, you would imagine given the certain circumstances right now, how people are home, if you were in that business of putting towers up, wouldn't now be the time to do that, right? I mean, it's there's nobody out there, yeah. right? I mean, that, you, you hire people, they're, they're working for you, and like you have no traffic, you've got nothing to worry about because there's nobody around. Right. Yeah, now would be the time, but I, I haven't heard of anything down in this area Ugh, being no done. Kidding. But it's, you know what, area, at the end of the day, yeah. guys, it all comes down to money. And today, I actually checked the stats of Corona. I, I like to check daily and like to stay on top of, you know, what's going on in the world. And as of today, guys, confirmed cases of corona, 1,320,000, 4,000 per million. That's that's the count right now. 183,000 recovered and 78,322 people have died. And in that time, over the past two months, Congress has approved over $2.4 trillion dollars to try to combat the crisis. The first bill was $8 billion, The second was $192 billion. The third was $1.7 trillion. And the fourth, $183 billion. And the reason I bring this up, guys, and I'll, I'll open the floor to both of you guys, you know, this is a, an obscene amount of money. It's coming from somewhere. You know, you, we all agree it's coming from somewhere. And if it's coming from the Federal Reserve, you know, obviously we know that's borrowed money. How do you see, or do you see us ever getting back to where we were before? How can we... How can we generate the revenue as a country back to where it was? I mean, at this point, 
they're saying we're at about $4 trillion in debt in comparison to prior to the coronavirus. How do you guys see us getting out of this? I mean, is this, seriously, when you think about it, like the monumental task, how do you do that when the doors are closed and you can't go back to work? <laughs> clearly, clearly it's right? all borrowed money, right? right? Somebody's going to pay it back. Oh, absolutely. And China's going to get the interest for it. I mean, we all know that. Uh, I, I don't know. Going back to your numbers there, the, your 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 coronavirus numbers yep, there, right? Yep. What, at what percentage of that do you believe is inflated? Because oh. I know for a fact that there are number, the numbers are definitely inflated yes there are people dying of other things yes that are being associated with 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 COVID-19 yes. deaths yes. which is not the truth right I think these numbers are all being inflated in order to scare the public and I'm not listen I'm not about the whole conspiracy theory thing right the government did it blah blah, blah whatever these numbers are inflated People are getting paid off yes. for these numbers to be. Just so you know, inflated. not to cut you off, but just so you know, the bank the, the hospitals right now are getting thirteen thousand dollars per patient with corona and th- or I believe thirty nine thousand dollars if they're put on a ventilator. That's yeah. what the government that's, will pay. That's, that's what the government will yeah, pay. Yeah, something something in that, yes, I have heard. Yep. And then, you know, the whole the whole shutdown thing, you know, like we, 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 we shut we've shut down the economy here for, for two months. Yep. And the whole point of that was to to kill the curve, right? And bring the numbers down and then we could open it up. You know what's funny is I I told you earlier I was talking to a buddy today, it was actually a friend I have in Taunton who I don't know if you guys remember, but Morton Hospital brought in a bunch of nurses from, you know, yes. different states that yes. weren't as impacted, right? Yes. They brought in all these nurses for whatever period of time. Yep. They're now gone. Yep. And more not, from what I hear, I haven't checked this out myself, but the, the, the person that told me is pretty reliable. So I'm, I'm just going to say it. Sure. I hear now Morton Hospital is laying people off. Yes. I, and, and I can, Because I the can, numbers that they expected did not appear. Right. And I can confirm that because I know someone near and dear to me who works for that medical group. And it was told yep. to me that at first initial cause, once the coronavirus became known, the Morton Morton Hospital, because it did not have pediatrics, they became an official COVID-19 hospital. So the idea was if you were diagnosed with COVID-19, whether if you were in the area, you would go to Morton Hospital and they would treat it for COVID-19. Of course, you know, the goal behind that was they want all the $13,000 bodies to come in the building. That's that's what the... Oh, absolutely. That, but on, like to your yeah, point, absolutely. Steve, that never happened. I don't know that it never... We never got to the populace that could drive that, that, that machine. You know what I mean? The idea that they were going to make all this money. And you're right. A lot right. of those nurses... They just got booted and nothing, bro, nothing. I don't even know what Morton right. Hospital so now, is doing. And so now it happens. What's, what's happening is all the all the people that we had begged not to go to the hospital or, or all the what they consider right. non-essential right. things that we would normally have going on in that hospital yep. are not happening. Right. So now we have a bunch of empty rooms Yes. and we're laying off nurses. Yes. Just like here in the city of New Bedford, right? The, the mayor made, so there was a couple of nursing homes up here in New Bedford that had shut down, yep. right? Up here, far uh, far north end here, up in Sassaquan. Yeah, yeah. They had, they had shut down this nursing home, and the mayor made a deal with the owner that they were going to use that to house COVID-19 patients, right? They opened it up. They yep. did all this stuff. Yep. There's no patients. Nothing, nothing. There's nothing. They opened, up, they opened up a field hospital. Uh, in the auditorium of UMass Dartmouth, right? Yep. It was going to be a COVID nineteen yep. field hospital. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. But like, let me all ask you. Hold on a second. Now, let me, but let me ask you: Is there still a possibility that those spaces could be utilized? I mean, if you look, 
you know, again, and, and I mentioned it in the last podcast, Steve, nothing has really changed, right, man? Like, uh, when you think about the science behind what we're dealing with here, there hasn't been a breakthrough or some medical breakthrough that has changed us and the way that we move around. Like, the coronavirus is still out there. People are still getting sick. It's very highly contagious. But yet, we're starting to move in that forward direction. Do we expect that there may be this second wave that everybody's talking about? Do you think that oh, that's there's, a, do you there's, guys, there's not There's not only going to be a second wave. There's, there's going to be a third a and a fourth wave. So do you think that those it, spaces will be used then? Like, is that... Because, I mean, do, I, I, I agree I with you, Steve. Like, see, why, I don't. I don't. I don't. And I, I'm going to tell you why I don't. And again, I'm no scientist, right? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an infectious disease person, right? Like, that's not what I do. But I think it's all being blown out of proportion. Is it contagious? Yes. Does it exist? Yes. Are people dying from it? Yes. But you have to realize the people that are dying from it are the, unfortunately, they're the older generation. Right. 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 That already have underlying conditions. Yes. Even the young people that are dying, yep. they're dying because they have underlying conditions that right. this potentially makes worse. So, so let me challenge that, Steve, by asking you this question. Do you not feel the fear of infecting one of those people? So, so for example, you go out, you ha- you happen to come across it, you know, you didn't have a mask on and you somehow contract the coronavirus and then you come in contact with someone who may be older and have some of those underlying conditions and you and you're actually the reason or cause why they get it. See, that's to me, that's the part that I struggle with. I mean, I I'm not so concerned about me as I am about the people around me, like my mom, you know what I mean? Like you know, a lot of these right. elderly people. So that to me, I guess that's where they get me. You know what I mean? They're not getting me on the concern yeah. that I may die. I'm more concerned that I may infect someone. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, I understand that. But what so so what that comes down to is those people are the ones that need to, I don't want to say self-quarantine because they're they're not sick, so they don't quarantine. They're the ones that need to self-isolate, right? right? right they're right. the ones that need to stay home right. as much as possible. Clearly, you know, the elder, they need groceries. They need to go out. They need, they need whatever, doctor's appointments. They right. need to go places. But those are the people that need to, they're the ones that need to be wearing masks. Right. Because, even, you know what, there's even research that's coming out now that the media is not reporting on. There's actual research coming out now that says that the masks are actually making things worse. worse right. Yeah. Right. Then they're making better. Well, see, and that was part of it's funny. Yeah. You led me right into it. Like if anybody's I mean, unless you live under a rock and I know you guys don't this documentary pandemic uh, that has recently you know hit the airwaves. So. Just to give you guys a real quick, and this is great, great, great segue, Steve. Um, social media networks are scrambling to get rid of the viral conspiracy video. It's spreading false claims about coronavirus. According to the report, that roughly 26-minute pandemic movie, it's saying that you can get sick from your own mask. And they're, what they're saying is they don't want this video to be on any social media because they don't want people to get the wrong idea. So the, the doctor, Judy Makovitz, that's the doctor that, that's on. Yeah, she's on that. And, you know, I, I hate to say it, man. She sounds legit. I mean, but again, you don't know because you're only getting one side of the story. But she talks about Dr. Fauci. She talks about Bill Gates. She talks about these patents. I mean, the idea, guys, I'm going to listen, call me, call me crazy. I, I just don't know. Maybe I'm just not smart enough to know. But I didn't know you could have a patent on a virus. I mean, I guess after the fact, it makes sense to me. Like, well, if I, well, wait, no, no, he doesn't have a patent on a virus. He has a patent vaccine. on the medic on the vaccine. Right, right. But the, but the, but the government, the United States government has the patent for coronavirus. 
they actually have a patent. They have a legitimate patent for the coronavirus. I mean, that, how cra- I, how crazy not, is that? I'm not, fo- I'm not following that. Like, they, how do you... So, so you, you're in a lab, right? A patent you, you, on what? You okay. have to have a patent on something yes. physical, right? So, so you're, in the, you're in a lab, right? You, we, you and I work in a lab, and every day, all day, we work on these different viruses, right? So what they're actually doing is they're manipulating these viruses and trying different things and different ways of affecting the virus. To, you know, again, it's just a constant research. Right. Yeah, yeah. So once they create one, once they, if you didn't know this, but even like the bird flu, H1N1, the, the, the government, the lab actually has, you guys can Google this, this is true, you, the government actually has, once they develop that virus, they actually have a patent for that virus. And, and to me, that's absolutely crazy. I didn't know that that was a possibility because like you, Steve, I think, gee, if I'm going to, if I'm going to have a patent, it needs to be something tangible. You know what I mean? Like I would think that it would right. be something tangible, but in this case, the actual formula for a virus is patented uh, by the U S government. Well, I guess I, well, I guess if you think about it, that is tangible, right? Because it, it right. Cause it's in a lab. Uh, the, it's in a tube. I, I'm sure the Chinese government has some sort of patent on this too. Three point uh, seven million they, dollars, guys. Three point. Doctor Fauci just sent over three point seven million dollars to the Wuhan laboratory, where technically, or you know, this is this virus came from. He just. I mean, this is, guys. And, I, and to your point, Steve, you said it earlier. I'm not a conspiracy guy. I'm not. I'm just looking at all this information that seems to be just avalanching at everyone right now. And when you start hearing these things, and you know, I hate to say it, you know, maybe a hundred percent of it isn't true. But maybe 90, 90% of it is, right? So, you know, so now the U.S. government owns a patent for Corona. Dr. Fauci is the guy who's developing the vaccine. And then somehow Bill Gates comes out of nowhere. What the fuck has Bill Gates got to do with this, guys? Funding it. <laughs> he's, funding he's, it. Yeah, he's funding it. Right? right? Like, where he's, does he come from? He's like, funding it. He's investing in it. He's investing see in it. See what I'm saying? Research. Right? Like, why would so he that, be involved? Right, so that when this vaccine comes out, you can line his pockets with the profit. Jeez, man. The same thing. So you were just talking about that girl, I, that, that lady, that woman that worked for Fauci at the time. Yeah, Judy, um, Judy Makovit. Makovit. See, I suck. I suck with names, so yeah. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I remember that. But yeah. so, if if you did watch it, I watched part of that. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance. To watch I did. I watched thing. it, I man. Watch I watched it. I, I watched the beginning part of it, where mm-hmm. she's saying that one, he stole the treatment for uh, yes. HIV. Yes. He, he stole it, and then when he stole it. He sat on it for three or four months yes. before he even released it so that he could get the patent on it. Yes. And now he's a multimillionaire. You know, so uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of shady shit going on and it's always the people at the head of this that are behind it. So this guy is, he, he, he's, he's the head of research for the coronavirus. Isn't that convenient? Did you Have you guys watched the Dallas Buyers Club? Did you see that movie with Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. That movie is specifically exactly about that. It's about how they held that HIV drug for so long and millions of people died because they would not, the FDA would not approve the drug because they couldn't make money with it. I mean, it's just imagine. And so, and I asked that question, guys, and I'll ask you, you talk about a guy like Bill Gates. If there's one thing we could all say with certainty that Bill Gates does not need, it's money. Right? Money. <laughs> Seriously, right? So right. so so I ask you this question, guys. Why? Why would because he do this? What, I, 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 what I is it, man? What is well, it? Well, because I think I think I think we discussed this the other night when, when you know we were setting this all up was I think Joe might have asked it or some, somebody asked it, like what's what's the point? Because yeah. power because money is power. It's not about the money, because he has more money right. 
than right. he could ever spend. He could right. literally spend millions of dollars every forever, day, forever, forever, every day, forever. And, and right, and never spend all his money. That's not the point. It's money is power. Jeez, man. and that's what they want. They want the power. They, they these people, they're all about you know a uh, 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 one government. It, it's crazy, man. And you know it's what, I, that, Steve? You know what? I, I would, I would, I would contradict that, but I can't. And I, the reason I can't is because you know when I think about historically, when you look at some of these these people that have taken advantage, you know, when I think of like the Bernie Madoffs of the world, the, the guy, the guy swindled fifty eight billion dollars from his investors. Fifty eight billion dollars. And the, the one question I ask myself is: at one billion, you weren't satisfied. At two billion, you weren't satisfied. You had to go for right. fifty eight billion dollars. So, so I, I I have to agree with you, Steve, and say it's got to be more than the money, right? It's got to be. There's got to be something else that that these guys are just horny for that they they, they need to have it and is it, it's the power it would have to be the power. Mm-hmm. It, I, that's 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 the only I can think of. That's the only explanation I have. For it's amazing. It, is, and, is listen, and you know, and, I, and and I know we could we could probably talk about this for most of the day. But if you haven't had a chance to, and I and, and I'll, I'll reach out to the audience and say, pandemic. If you guys can find it, it keeps getting removed. Um, and, you know, you can form your own opinions. I, I always believe that there's two sides to every story and somewhere in the middle there's the truth. But it's really, to me, it's really all about getting the information. You could do with it what you want, but at least you're informed and you know, you know, what's going on out there. So I just anybody out there, if you do have a chance. Do your own research. Yeah, do your own research. Go check it out. Watch it and see what you think. I just, to me, Steve, I'm glad you brought up the whole HIV thing with Dr. Fauci because that really, for me, that's really what solidified it. You know, because I remember... You know, I was I was I was young enough, but still old enough to remember that whole HIV epidemic, how that all went out with Ryan White. You know, it was it was dirty blood, and that's how that kid got it. And you know, people thought it was a gay disease, and it wasn't a gay disease. You know, they had it isolated in France, and they, it, it got out of France. Like all of those things happened, and I remember all of that. And so for me, knowing that, and then going into this, I'm like, gee, man, that's, that, that that could be. That could be true. It could be real. And how crazy would that be that here we are almost 80,000 souls later and and it's all about power. It's all about having oh, power, absolutely. right? And so speaking of power, let's talk about you know something near and dear to me. Up until recently, guys, I don't know about you, but I was I know, I know Joe is good with this, but but Steve, I'm not sure about you, buddy. I, I was looking like the caveman from the Geico commercial. Like I had hair growing out my ears, <laughs> my nose, like hair everywhere and Fortunately, I would I would never uh, out my 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 sources here, but I was fortunate enough that I was able to get my hair clipped by someone near and dear to me, uh, and I look back to normal. But recently, if you don't know, this Shelly Luther, uh, the owner of Salon a la Mode in Dallas County, uh, have you guys heard about this? They, she she decided yeah, that she was going to open right. She was going to open her salon. She opened her salon, and then here they come. They find her. She continued to to, and of course they arrested her. She goes to court. Uh, just to kind of give everybody a quick update. And then this Judge Eric Moe, who was actually up for election in November, just keep that in mind. She turns around and goes in and he wants her to apologize for opening. And she refuses. And her her, her rebuttal was, uh, I have to feed my family. And I am also responsible for staff in my building who also need to feed their families. So we decided that we were going to open. So in, in all of this, just so you guys are aware, she wasn't arrested for opening the store. Her actual charge was contempt of court because she refused to apologize to the judge. Right, and if that's yeah, not that's if that's not a person being power hungry, right? I don't know what is. Right. So had she just said, you know what, judge, I apologize for whatever it is you're charging me with. I apologize. He would have said, okay, 
Here's your fine. Yep. Have a nice day. Yep. But because she refused yep. to bow down yep. and kiss the ring, yep. she was arrested. Yes. And she was put in jail. Well said, sir. How can you apologize? You can't apologize for trying to feed your family. Absolutely. She, I, I, well, between the you, three of us, guys, I don't think she did anything if wrong. If the judge wants you to, right? Right. Yeah, but that's abuse. Like you said, abuse of power. That he's going. That's, that's the well. That, that, that's the thing, Joe. He's we not give following people, the law. Yeah, we well, we give his, these people he's following his personal belief. Right. We give these people too much power. That's the problem. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And then you know, the governor didn't do anything until the Supreme Court, the Texas Supreme Court, got involved, and they demanded and ordered her release on Thursday. So they ended up releasing her from from jail. Which was again, guys. We're looking at this stuff from the outside. It's it's all the show. You know what I mean? This is this is the first person doing it. Like no one knew who this woman Shelley Luther was until this happened. Uh, but so this is the show, and we're all watching it. And the Supreme Court gets involved and says, "Hey, wait a minute. You can't do this." Like obviously, to Steve's point, this is abuse of power, uh, and you cannot arrest this woman. And they did release her. But just so you guys know, uh, she somebody opened started a GoFundMe page for her. Right now, her GoFundMe page four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, guys. Good for her. Right? I think it's a lot more. Than, I think it's more than that. I think it's over 500 I, th- I think it may be at this point. Where, like When I did the research for the show, it was already up to 450000 yeah. I'm like, imagine that, that people would donate and it's up to $450,000. And let's not forget here, she's got a wrongful suitcase here. She's, she shouldn't have been arrested. So... You know, oh, the, the, the lawyers are all over it, and and guess what? That, uh, honestly, that judge may not be for, for re-election. He may be facing charges. Right. As far as I'm yeah. concerned, he should be facing charges. I agree. Isn't it I pathetic? Agree. Let's think about this, right? This is America, right? This is the America where we're releasing pedophiles back into society because we don't want them to catch a virus in jail. <laughs> and but we're arresting. But, yeah. but we are arresting... <laughs> law-abiding citizens yes. who did nothing more than yes. try and earn an honest living yep. by opening up their own business. What yeah. What kind of yeah. fucking America yeah. do we it, live it, in? That doesn't make any sense. Tell me, what America make, is this? How, uh, yeah, so, we're so, releasing criminals, but yet putting somebody in because they won't apologize. Right, so let's, I'm not sure if this is everywhere, guys, but we, we, can, we, can talk, we can talk about it. So the idea is this, and you guys can maybe enlighten me a little bit because I didn't research it, but from what I understand, they're releasing prisoners because they have corona? No, no, no. no. They're releasing them so that they they, they can reduce it. the population so that they won't. So, like, l- what they consider low-level offenders would be released. Would a right, pedophile be considered a low? Would, would a pedophile be considered a low-level offender? Uh, apparently, yeah, because really, they're being released. Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. man! Unbelievable. Rapist. Ab- absolutely. Hey, uh, how about the one in California that got released and then came out and he he ended up. Um, yeah. He killed, yeah, he killed a bunch of people. That was almost instantly. He killed the person that right? put him in jail. Yeah, right. he killed the right. Yeah, it was like two, yeah, it was like a day later, <laughs> the next day. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, you know what? Back to your point, Steve. Again, the judge should be held accountable. How are these judges not held accountable? Or whoever it is, maybe, whether it be the magistrate, whether it be the warden, whoever is pardoning these people and letting them out of jail, they should be held personally responsible. Right? I, I completely agree. I mean, seriously. I you know what? It goes, it goes... So let's, you, know, you want to talk governor. about prisoners. You want to talk about prisoners, we'll talk about Bristol County uh, House of Correction over here, right? Sheriff yep. Hodgson. Yeah, yeah. Which was, there so, was an event this week, right? There was an event that took place. Uh, absolutely. Okay. So he, he, he has a unit, an ICE detention unit, right? So there's a bunch of, I will not call them illegal immigrants. They are not immigrants. They are illegal aliens. They are criminals. They are here illegally. Fair. I don't care. 
how many people I piss off when That's I say fair. this. No, it's fair. They are here illegally. They're not citizens. They're not immigrants. They did not immigrate here. Right. They they they, they got in illegally. Illegally. And yes. I, agree. I don't yep. care yep. whether you overstayed a visa nope. or you crossed the border or you swam across the. I don't care. Right. You're right. here illegally. Yes. So now we're all worried about people getting the coronavirus. So he has them. Ten of them that were were exhibiting symptoms of COVID nineteen. He had he wants he wants to move the ten of those to the medical unit for testing. Okay. Well, they what they're saying is they thought he was going to move them from there to solitary confinement, which they say is dirty, and they didn't want to go. So they started calling their lawyers when they're being ordered to move out. So the sheriff himself, which I will, you know what? I'll give the guy credit. Yeah. He didn't send in a bunch of corrections officers. He went in there with them, and he said, "Let's go." You gotta go. You gotta get tested. Which is just fair. Like we just, you don't want to get everybody sick, right? You don't want to get everybody sick, right? Well, they don't like it. They start throwing a temper tantrum. They cause what is estimated to be twenty-five thousand dollars worth of damage to this unit. Meanwhile, two of them are on the phone with their lawyers, <sighs> which is the same lawyer, and they're telling the lawyer that Hodgson himself is attacking them and this and that and all this other bullshit. First of all, there's no evidence, right? right. So, what's the first thing that happens? is every politician and every human rights group yep. and everybody comes out of the woodwork yep. and says, oh, we need independent investigation. We need this. We need that. No evidence. You're you're determining the outcome. Before right? you have or, the or facts. You, have to, no, you don't have the facts. Right. Without and you the have facts. nothing. You, right. have, you haven't seen. Right. You haven't heard the audio. Yep. You haven't seen the video footage. Yep. You haven't even talked to the sheriff yep. to find out his side of the story yet. All yep. you're going by is a bunch of illegals which as far as I'm concerned do not have any right. rights. They have human rights. Don't yep. get me wrong. Right. I'm not saying that no, we right. should starve them or we should beat right. them. Right. Right. Human rights are human right. rights. Right. But you are not an American citizen. Right. You do not have the same rights that I do. Agreed. Here. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Because otherwise, what's the point? Right. What's one. the point of being an American? Right. If if you don't have any rights outside of the people that aren't Americans, then what's the point of being American? Right. I mean, seriously. I can I can go to Canada. I don't have the same rights as a Canadian right. does when I'm in Canada. Right. Or Mexico or anywhere else in the world. Yeah, you can't right? you can't vote. You're not going to go there and vote be, being right. an illegal. That's not going to happen. Right. And then <laughs> and then and then let's let's look at it a different way. Let's say they weren't illegal immigrants or, or illegal aliens, right? Let's just say that they were just regular prisoners, right? That are in there for assault or robbery or whatever else. Like yep. my, well, we won't we won't say murder or anything major, right? No, 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 right. We just we, say like yeah, petty crimes, petty crimes, ro- petty, petty, petty crimes, crimes, right? Petty crimes. Okay, had he walked into that unit of the petty crime criminal and said, "You need to go get tested," the result would have been the same if they didn't comply. You're in jail. You right, don't have right, rights. Right, period. Right, right. Right. So what you're even saying- as an American citizen, if you're in jail, right, you right. inherently gave up your right. I know what you're saying irrelevant. Or it's irrelevant. Ultimately, it comes down to who. If you're if you're sick, you need to be you need to be tested. Like if you, regardless right. of what you are, you're you're in the, you're sharing the same space. Uh, and you need if you if there if you are exhibiting symptoms of the coronavirus or being sick, you should be tested. You should, whatever whatever means that may be. That's that's what you're saying. I, I I I totally agree with you. And I will I will add to your story. I happen to see the images of the space 
that they completely demolished, bro. They they broke like sinks. Oh, they yeah. they they yeah. they field gold toilets. Like the whole they kicked oh, yeah. the walls. <laughs> like, right? Like yeah. it was. They literally demolished the place. It was like literally yeah. unbelievable, bro. Like a bomb went off. Like it was just they totaled the whole place apart, <laughs> man. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And then somehow their rights are being infringed upon. And you know what, man? You know, let me say something, and I'll say this out loud. And you know what I, they're I, pushing, too, Bobby? What what they're pushing is the fact that three of them had to be sent to the hospital. <laughs> what they're not telling you is the reason that the three of them were sent to the hospital. It's because they were throwing toilets at the guards. That's why. It, it, <laughs> say that again? Because they were picking up toilets and throwing toilets and sinks at the yeah. guards. Well, well the, the thing is, when, when, when... One of them went to the hospital because he was having uh, uh, what they thought might be a heart attack, which ended up not being. It was probably just a panic attack, right? right? But they, they medically transported him to the hospital, and they took care of him. Uh, another one was because they they got pepper balled. Listen, you don't comply, you get pepper balled. It could have been much worse, right? Because there was canine crowd, crowd involved, control. Crowd control. Right? I mean, you, you have to you have to maintain control. Yes. At, yes. Listen, you could have got bit by the dog, right. and it would have been in my eyes, it would have been completely justified. But they weren't. But so one had to go because he was pepper balled, and it, the symptoms caused some sort of asthmatic attack or something. So they transported him. Yeah. Then there was another one. I, I don't know what their injuries were, yeah. but it wasn't anything like because they got you know billy clubbed or because they got the shit kicked out of them or something. Yeah. It was just because of like they, they already had underlying issues and then like the pepper balls escalated. And, and you that, know what right? you think about this, Steve, like you think of the whole event taking place and it's already bad. Isn't it bad enough that you think these, these individuals might be infected with Corona and now you've got this whole event that takes place. And now how many, how many of those COs had to go into that space and subdue these guys and how much saliva is flying all over the place and people, you know what I mean? Like now they're physically touching each other and right. Like, so an event like this becomes, you know, just huge and, 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 and affecting because everybody's touching everybody. You know what I mean? So something that you think is right. not such a big deal, it really becomes this big situation because you got to somehow deal with this pandemic. Like somehow, you know, these guys are out of control and they don't want to comply and meanwhile, you know, I'm there because, you know, maybe I had like a, I don't know, a, a, an A and B or maybe I got a couple of uh, DUIs and I'm in jail. And, and meanwhile, now I'm going to get Corona and die because these, these illegals are going crazy and flipping out. And now everybody's getting sick. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And there, was, there was no need for it. Right. There was no need for it. They were going to go down there. They were going to get tested. They were going to get isolated. If they came back negative, they would be put back in the same unit. It, there was no need for it. So you agree? So you agree with with Hutchinson's actions, the way he dealt with the situation? I'm gonna be honest one, with you guys. He one hundred percent. Yeah, he to me, like between us, just the three of us, he seems like kind of an asshole. But at the end of the day, the years he that puts, I, he's, it seems like he's doing a good job. Like in the years he's been in there, and obviously it's a voted position. It is a, it is a, you know, a voting position. He's been there for how long, guys? I mean, I, as long as I can remember, been, right? I, I I believe he's been there over twenty years, right? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I, I do believe. Yeah. And, and I listen. Can he be? Can he come off a bit arrogant? Yes. But I think you need he that, can. though, right? I mean, you're the warden. I would imagine well, you need some of that, right? It's right. You're the sheriff. Like if if you were a softy, you'd get nothing done. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Okay. I mean, these are the these are the same people, like these politicians that are coming out against him with no evidence. Are the same people that just want us to to just open up the gates and let everybody out, let all these illegals just walk the city and do whatever the hell they want to right. do. 
And like, keep, this is this is like mini California over here. And you keep they hearing, want you to just open right, the doors. And, and you keep hearing about the sanctuary city. And obviously, if anybody doesn't know, Boston is a sanctuary city. And, of course, Marty Walsh keeps bringing that up, that it's a sanctuary city. And, of course, that always seems to create this conflict, even if you, even if you don't agree with the president, regardless of any of that. I mean, I, I believe that the states are getting the support from the federal government, so it seems, you know what I mean, from what I'm digesting as far as you know information it seems like the states are getting the help from the government but you know at the end of the day if marty walsh doesn't like donald trump and 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 he wants to have a sanctuary city you're going to have that conflict there right and and so so uh, joe uh, joe and uh, i think and i personally i'm i'm of the mind yeah that if if you're not going to if you're not going to follow the laws then i i do believe that funding should be cut off Right. And you know what? In the end, because New Bedford's considering it, right? Mm-hmm. So in the end, it's going to hurt me because any city services that are cut are going to ultimately affect me. But I think the only way, everybody's going to have to suffer, but I think the only way to get these politicians to cut the shit and go, you know what, illegal is illegal, is right. to, is, is to cut their funding. Absolutely. Like, it, it's listen you don't like the law change it right. change it right. so if you're a politician and you change this law and i don't want you to change this law you've lost my vote so in the next election that's how the whole democratic process works right yep. so in the next election you're not going to get my vote right you may lose your job so let me ask well, you how do you feel how, how do you feel the sanctuary city program benefits anybody like honestly because because I mean, what you're saying is essentially essentially you're saying that hey listen we're we're not gonna if we pull you over and you don't have a driver's license and you're an illegal we're just gonna we're just gonna let you move along we're not we're not going to arrest you we're not gonna we're not gonna charge you with not having a license or the ability right. or right to so operate a vehicle so what what's the point of issuing driver's licenses at that point yeah Right. Well, I guess you're right, man. Because then if you're driving around and you're an American citizen, you're the one that's going to suffer. Right? That's what it seems like to me, guys. Joe, that's, that's it. You it nailed it, bro. Like it seem, it seems well, what like it comes down to with the politicians. Right. Yeah. What it seems like is, is they're, going, they're attacking the American citizens that have been born here or people that have come here legally. You know, it, it seems like that's who they're attacking. <sighs> Like, oh, if I'm yeah, driving see, what it, without my license, I get pulled over, I'm going to jail. Right. But if you're an illegal, eh, I'll just yeah, what it comes down to it along. The, what it comes down to for the politicians yep. is they know that if they push this through, that all those, because the, so now we're going to give them driver's licenses or we're not going to, we're, we're, we're going to allow them to drive without one. Yep. What's going to end up happening is they're also, they're voting. So they're right. also going to vote. Right. And when they vote, they're going to vote for the person that pushed. For them to be able to do all this crap, you know what I'm saying? So, see what I think is, is they're pushing it all comes voter, down to ID. Votes. voter voter ID, voter ID. Okay, let's give the illegals licenses. Now they can go vote. All right, right. we we played with your with your game. You know, it. it yeah, but thing. honestly, how many, how many, get, how many, gonna get, get how many anymore, gonna get it? How many gonna get it? So let's get the illegal. But who's gonna go and get it? Like that's that's my question, right? If if I'm an illegal, right, yeah. and I have to go, like already I'm an illegal, already I don't have a social security number, so and somehow I go to work every day, right, and get a paycheck. 
how do I, how do I, as an illegal, how do I take that next step and go get it? Like, am I even going to go to the trouble of doing that? Why would I do that? Right? What's the, what's the benefit? Because they say that and, you're protected. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, they're going to give it because they're going to give it to you for free. Yeah. And, and now I'm exactly. telling you where I am, though. Right? No like, if, if I'm an illegal and I'm trying to hide, like, I'm not going to give you my information. Right? If I, if I've got, you know, if well, I know. Well, but that's the whole point of the sanctuary city is you don't have to hide. Oh man. Yeah. So yeah. here we go. That's, that's it, Bobby. Right? That's the whole point. Right. So right. that this is what you got going on in San Francisco, right? Yep. Yep. Like you have a, an overpopulated city that has like uh, whatever it is, thirty oh, percent homelessness. Bro, the shit in right? the streets, man. Shit in, in the guy, streets. Come on, bro. man. Listen, some guy. Shit in the streets. I, I think they're we talked. I think we talked about this. They're giving drugs out for free to the homeless people. Yes. Did you I think see that? Talk, Bobby, Did I think we talked that? about this last time, right? There's somebody actually went out of their way, dude, and they developed an app. To where you can actually, dude, you can actually place a place marker, a placeholder, like a, a, a spot holder of where there's human feces. Imagine. Imagine. But I'll tell you what, if you walk your dog down the street and your dog shits and you don't pick it up. Oh, oh then, somebody, then, then somebody's doing this. Yep. As soon as yep. you let right. your dog Absolutely. shit in the road. Yeah, right. You can't do it. You can't do it. But. If you have, if you're out walking your dog and you have to take a shit, feel free. That's amazing, man. Yeah. I mean, really. Hey, you, listen, you know, man. I'm, that's a great perspective, Steve. It really is, because you know what? A lot of people aren't thinking that way. You know, people are just thinking of, gee, the homeless. You know what? Well, what's the reason behind that? I mean, forget the fact that Nancy Pelosi's in charge over there, and that that's probably the wholehearted reason why that's Jesus happening. Christ. But out, out, outside of that, I, I don't know, man. Like, you know, again, you think California, you think San Francisco. I mean, a lot of money, right? Hollywood, all of that, all of that great grand. But at the end of the day, man, it's literally a shithole. If you look at footage from San Francisco right now when you look at footage from Ecuador bro you can't tell the difference no you can't you right? can't and how, do, and how does she keep it. getting voted in into that how? District? That's what tell me bro me. how how is it man how is it is oh, it the blue because they're all because San Francisco is a bunch of liberals okay oh and and I don't mean to insult liberals because there no. are liberals uh, let, me, let me rephrase that not liberals a bunch of leftists yep right yeah rich yep. leftists yep. absent-minded whole, absent-minded leftists dude, Right. Everybody from Silicon Valley. Yes. That's where they're at. Yes. Right. Yes. So a bunch of leftists. Yep. Are, dude, they're just they're brainwashed because it's not in their neighborhood. It's not. Yeah. It's in their right, city, but right, it's not in right. their exactly. neighborhood. Right. Exactly. Yes. Right. It's not. And, yes. Then, yes. and then you got and then you throw in all the illegal votes that she's getting, oh. and you throw in, uh, you know, what I'm saying all the, the these these brainwashed I Generation can't. Z oh. kids like this. this yeah. yeah. I just. Yeah. Polluted. I don't they're polluted. They're polluted like, by it. They're polluted by it. And you know, a lot of it. Dude, they're I, all brainwashed. Yeah, and a lot of it came from the school system. And I hate to do that, and I hate to blame anybody. But you know what? Exactly what when it is. you start changing the 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 the, the criteria and the content of what you're teaching these children, right? When you change the history books <laughs> to, to to have verbiage that yep. that that supports your narrative, your you, guys, listen. And I've said this before, and if you listen to the podcast, any, all the way back to episode one, I've said it. If you raise a child and you tell them a spoon is a fork and a fork is a spoon, and they become an adult, you can fight with them as much as you want and tell them a, a spoon is a spoon and a fork is a fork, and they are going to fight you tooth and nail because that's not what they know to believe is true. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's no different here, and you know, and I hate to even use this comparison, and I hate to go to this extreme, but what's the difference in what the Taliban is doing, right? Because the Taliban, uh, they're taking these small children, right, when they're young and they're innocent, and they're literally 
poisoning their minds and saying, "Hey, the yeah, West is this, absolutely. the West is this, and this is the reason why you. This is the reason why your dad is not alive. This is the reason why you're hungry. This is the reason why you can't have you. You don't have a roof over your head. It's because of the Americans. It's because of the West influence, right? So they grew up their whole lives believing this. Is that what we taught our youth? Is that the generation, Steve, that you're talking about right now? Are these the are these the people that are in our society making these decisions who believe things? That aren't true, man. You know, I'll, I'll tell you what, man. Well, we could go through this whole yeah. podcast, and I and I and if I didn't mention it, I, nobody would know. But you know, we just celebrated the end of World War II, right? That just that just seventy five, right? Seventy five years. We yeah. just that just happened. Does anybody know that? Does anybody is anybody aware of that? And and the, the countless lives that were lost in these wars, they don't no, know. They don't teach. They, they don't, don't teach history in school anymore. They don't, man. They don't. And you know when I they hate don't. To, that type of history, right? And then if you really look at it. This really, I think when this started to explode, and you guys can disagree with me or agree with me if you want, but I think this really started to come to fruition in the Carolinas when we started taking down statues and we started taking down, like when the Confederate flag became relevant again. You know what I mean? I think that's really where you started to see this this narrative kind of expand, right? Because now we're taking down all these statues, now we're taking down all these monuments. and You're rewriting history. You're rewriting history. And although, guys, again... And I know I can speak for the three of us when I say this. When you talk about history and you talk about the Revolutionary War in the North and the South, and obviously slavery was a big part of that, the, 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 although that was the case, that wasn't the outcome, right? The, the, the outcome of it was we won, right? We won. We freed the slaves. We had a new nation. You know, Lincoln, like all of those things that happened from that point forward, we progressively got better. And listen, guys. To say that racism doesn't exist and it's still not out there, I think we'd be we'd all be fooling ourselves. But when you really you'll stop, never, you'll never get rid. You'll of never racism. get rid of it. Absolutely not. But no. ultimately, I think the majority. I'd like to think the majority, uh, including myself and the three of us, we're open-minded. It doesn't. You know, listen, man. As long as you're willing to pick up a shovel and dig a hole with me, let's go. You got my respect. You know what I mean? It's got out about right. that. But when you start to lose the sight of our history, and I and I, and I will say this and I'll repeat it, you are you are destined. And you will doom yourself if you choose to forget the history in which got us to where we are today. Exactly. Right. And and I think I that's what's 100%. happened. So when you don't realize the consequences and the, the countless lives and souls that were lost to get us to this point where we are today, guys, I don't, you know, and, I, and I'll say this out loud, outside of dealing with this coronavirus, the invisible enemy, and, you know, between us thinking that maybe this is China's way of maybe taking over the world, right? Like if you if you thought that way. Outside of that, do you guys ever feel or, or, or fear that we're going to have a war on our own land? Do you ever think, I mean, because to me, that's out of my, my, my logic of thinking, right? I, I would never think that we would have war on our own land. Would you agree? I think it, I think it, I think I think it might be are. closer than most people think. Right? I think we are right now, but just not with weapons. Right, not in the conventional you, sense you, of what we think, right? Right. Like, right? I mean, everybody's right. a soldier you're, today. You're not out there physically shooting and killing anybody, you know, I think, but I think... I think, I think there's a reason why I, I think there's a reason why they don't teach history anymore mm. because if they taught these kids history they would they would teach them that the, the the Republicans freed the slaves right right they would they would teach them that but they don't it, think that was, they think the Democrats it was it was it was the Democrats yes that were running the Ku Klux Klan yes yes okay yes. this is this is what history teaches you yes right yes and they they would teach them so so like we all know right Steve's a big gun guy right so yep. they would teach you that every time right that somebody has the intention of trying to take over 
the world, the country, whatever, the first thing they do is take away your rights. And the first right that they take away from you is the right to self-defense. Right. Right? Mao did it. Uh, Hitler did it. What, what's happening in Venezuela right now? Right. Right? right. They took all their guns. And yes. now what? Now yes. they're getting run over by tanks in the streets. Like, like what's wrong with this picture? Is, but see, if we taught these kids history, yes, they would know. Right. This is what happens when they take away your guns. Right. But no, we don't. We don't teach history, so these kids have no idea. They have no idea. They don't know the. They don't know the outcome. They don't know the fear. Like so, a child. A child learns very at a young age. If you touch fire, you burn, and it hurts. Like they. They learn exactly. that. Exactly. That's, that's. But if you yep. don't know that, then you go your whole life, and you think that you're safe. And again, you know, it's funny. I was talking to a, a younger gentleman yesterday, which you could say was was is a millennial. And really, we're having a really in depth conversation as far as you know politics. And you know, I asked him, I'm like, how do you feel about Trump? And even before anything, he's like, I wouldn't vote for him. I'm like, okay, well, that that's fair. Tell me why you wouldn't vote for him. Well, I just don't believe in anything he says. And I said, well, you need, I give me something more than give me something more. I, <laughs> this I said, is all they come up. Yeah, with. exactly. And I said, yeah, I said well, this is because that's what the media tells them. No, right, exactly. right. So I said, right, right. I said, so do me a favor. I said, so tell me why you would vote for Joe Biden as opposed to Donald Trump. Well, Biden seems to make more sense. I said, really? I said, because if I had to guess, <laughs> I would say that Joe Biden has like a slight onset of dementia. Like, would you agree? Like he, yes. I, I yes. believe it's, it's Something's I think wrong with him. something is wrong with him. I, I think it's, I think it's beyond slight. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I think at this point it's beyond that. So, so with that said, right, let's we're kind of just shifting all over the place here. Cause I want to get this all in here. Who do you guys think he will choose? This is your opportunity. Who do you guys think he he will choose as his running mate. Will it be Elizabeth Warren? No. Who's it going to be? It's going to be Camille Harris. You think yep. so? Come on. No yes. way. Absolutely. No Listen. way. Yep. Yeah? Listen, dude, where does, yep. hey, where does he need help, right? Yeah. Where does he need help? He needs help with the black vote. Yep. She's black. Yep. Where else does he need help? Especially after allegations yeah. of inappropriate touching. Yep. He needs help with the women. Yep. She's also a female, right? Yep. She's anti-gun. He loves that. And she, she's, She's already started with all of the the, the leftist yeah, agenda stuff yeah. in, in California. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All that, you know, we're not going to prosecute this crime in California or, or in yeah. my jurisdiction anymore. I did hear so that. She was, yep. So she was, she was the attorney who was saying, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to prosecute people for shoplifting. Steve, we're not going to prosecute so people for touch, these bro. things. When she, when she was running for president, she seemed like she was just out of touch. Like she just wasn't in touch with the people, right? I mean, she is out of touch. Yeah, she has, she's. Wow, man. Yeah. And so, and so, and let's, so let's look at the reality of this, right? So Joe Biden, let's just, 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 just pretend we're going to pretend for a minute let's go on the magic bus and go for a ride here so so joe biden wins the presidency right 2020 he wins the presidency camilla harris is the vice president and then all of a sudden joe biden is deemed unfit to be president right because he he has dementia so now camilla harris is our president she's the one leading pretty much i mean seriously whoever that's who that's who you're gonna that's what the way you're gonna think about this election right now right it's right. whoever he picks as his vp yep. that's who you're voting for right for, for president essentially because right. he's just gonna bow down after he gets vote he gets voted in yep. if he gets voted in yep. hope to god he doesn't i'll tell you what gonna, that's that's gonna what, go right to her that's what determined when, when when mccain ran that's what determined it for me i couldn't vote for mccain the guy was half dead i mean god yep. rest his soul but right. i mean the guy was half dead right yeah. and and who was oh, his, and who was his running mate right like the, she was a psycho i mean you couldn't right i mean that's 
So I, I don't know, man. I I, I don't I, I don't understand the Democratic Party. I don't understand. I don't even know if like they got here by accident. You know what I mean? But when you really think about it, and you think about Joe Biden being the candidate, right? Like somehow he got there. And I'll be honest with you guys. I watch a lot of political. TV and more so as of recently, just be, again with all the current events and you know with the birth of the podcast, I think it's a very important topic that you know everybody needs to talk about because it's so relevant right now. And I'm sure that you know 10 years ago people felt the same way and it was you know the end of the world then, but here we are 10 years later and I'm saying it's the end of the world now. And if we don't do something about this, like you guys think about it, if Joe Biden were the president, I mean the world fundamentally, as I will quote past president Barack Obama, the country will fundamentally change again. Yep. Right? Like, we're going to go right back to that same rhetoric where it's all for, for this and none for this. And I will tell you guys, and I, I will say this without being embarrassed to say it. When Obama was president, man, I struggled, man. Financially, like with my home. Everybody like did. Everybody, everybody did, did, right? Like, I didn't know. <laughs> you ain't kidding. I didn't know. You know what, Well, man? if you were working, if you were the working class, you struggled. Yes. Put it yes, that way. Yes. And how about it's not okay. knowing, how well, about not knowing if you could say Merry Christmas? How about not knowing if you can say Happy Thanksgiving, right? I still like, said it. I didn't care. Yeah, but still it was, but it was always still like a, like a slippery slope, right? Like that, that was actually happening. Yeah, I mean, it, you're going to. Well, the pro- listen, the problem, the biggest problem, right? The biggest problem with Biden, get, if Biden were ever to get elected is the first thing that would happen is every every country in the world would automatically start shitting on the United States again, right? Which they've stopped. Okay, we've stopped getting shit on since Trump got elected. Like him or hate him, okay? People do not shit on us anymore, okay? NATO's not shitting on us anymore. No more NAFTA. Right, no more NAFTA. Now this whole thing with China, like the, the trade deal with China. Yep. We were getting shit on. Yes. We're not getting shit on anymore. Millions of, do- millions of dollars to Egypt, millions of dollars to Iran, millions of troops still, still. All these countries. Somalia, right? Right. We're shipping these people pallets of cash to countries that can't fucking stand us. Yeah. They hate us. Yeah. They hate yeah. everything that we stand for except our dollar. They love our dollar, yes. but they hate everything else about us. And we're just shipping them off money every year. And I will agree with How? you, Steve, Why? and tell you that I've honestly, as far as relationships go with, with our foreign policy and, and foreign nations, I do agree with you wholeheartedly that I think the world respects us more now than they ever have in the past. And whether or not they're snickering behind Trump's back and going, oh, he's an asshole. That's fine. I agree. I think he's an asshole. But at the end of the day, he's my asshole. And if there's somebody that I want in the ring fighting this fight in this arena right now, I don't want I don't want a demented old man in the ring with Vladimir Putin. I don't want that. I want Donald Trump, who is probably going to do a Rocky on him. You know what I mean? Like he may not he may not win the fight by points, but at the end, he always somehow comes out on top. And and that's what I want, right? That's what makes me feel comfortable and feel safe to know that we might have a future. Like right? Maybe, maybe. Hey, listen, you know what? The guy, you know what the guy can the guy can say some stupid stuff on Twitter and on TV, and I don't care if you hate him or love him. But at the end of the day, is he getting things done? Is he not bringing more jobs back into our country? You can't deny it, right? Is he you not filling your thing, pocket? He's doing the only it, and thing, he's making these countries fear up. Yes. The only thing I'm looking forward to, for. I'm going to be honest, the whole thing. I've been looking forward to this for like a year now, right? The only thing I'm looking forward to in 2020 is a presidential debate. 
between Trump and Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I am telling you right now, man. when that debate you happens, I'm taking, listen, I am taking the next day off from work because <laughs> I am going to watch every last second of that debate because that is going to be better yes. than any stand-up comedy I agree. that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I think honestly, and again, and I, I brought up being in the ring and, and fighting a heavyweight fight. Like honestly, guys, the two of them, going at it just the two of them i mean you guys you remember what he did to hillary clinton right like that was literally yeah. comical and the way he again if there's one thing donald trump's really really good at guys it's being an asshole i mean and, and you can't deny that and entertainer and he's right an entertainer. and he's an he entertainer right and he's quick that's and he's, what exactly he is that's what he is he puts on a show and he knows what even you, know, you know what only only donald trump could figure out how to still run a political campaign in the middle of a pandemic where you have everyone locked at home because the corona virus task force you know a news conference that comes on every single day at five o'clock i mean you think about it you got the audience of the whole world watching you right every day for two three hours yeah i mean who's not watching who's not watching that and to your point he's an entertainer he knows how to get to people how to get his word out i think he purposely says things just to rile up the main street media yes yes I think he purposely says things. Yes. Just to, <laughs> right. Just to get right. Just to right, listen. Them. I think it's you know them. what it, it's it, it's he he manipulates them right. So he says something completely asinine and stupid yep. over here on the left hand side. That's what they run with. That's what they print. Meanwhile, he's over here on the right side doing shit that actually is going to right. help this country move forward. Right. And a perfect example and, and of that. I, and I, it's all up. It's it's all poke at the hem. Right. And, it, and the perfect example of that was, again, I know you guys will agree, the whole uh, the disinfectant, right? That whole disinfectant yeah. and now when he right. made the statements. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I watched it. I watched it live. So I heard him say the whole light thing and the people actually confirmed that they do have a ventilator that has these LED lights that are embedded in the ventilator that when you insert the ventilator into the body that it, that it emits ultraviolet light that helps kill the virus. And then, of course, you know, there's some conversation that took place, you know that, in the back room right before he came out and he actually says his exact words were what if there was a way to inject a disinfectant in to kind of clean it all out and kill it and people immediately went to let's go drink clorox and kill the coronavirus yeah. right so well yeah, what about absolutely. what about kumo kumo's wife she comes out and says yeah we took clorox, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We took clorox back yeah and yeah. we took uh, natural drips. Yeah. But the media doesn't run with that. No, right. Like, you right, get, you, right. <laughs> right. right. Well, dude, that. that whole Cuomo and his whole, dude, his whole family's whacked. They right? are a little cuckoo I, I mean, too, right? Now you got, so you got, so you got, <laughs> you got Cuomo, right? He's got, he's got a bunch of nurses that come into New York City to help out, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, we love you. Not now he wants to tax them. Now, yeah. now pay your taxes. Right. He's, Are you shitting me? Imagine that. Imagine that. Like, so, Are you yeah, shitting Thanks, but no Come thanks. On. Right. Well, what about when this whole thing wow. came out and he said, please, everybody stay home. Think of your mom like I'm thinking of my mom. Yep. yep. And yet now what is he doing? He's taking all these covering uh, COVID victims. Yep. And sending them into nursing homes. Yeah, right. Does that make any sense? No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. And the elderly is the high, is the highest risk, and you're going to send these people that are at it. Yep. Into a nursing home. Right, right. 
Right. So you're going to, you, they're, they're separated and now you're going to bring them all together again and get them all right. sick again. Like it just, it doesn't right. make any sense. And the same way he said it like, oh, uh, dear Mr. President, how do I tell, you know, I have 4,000 ventilators. How do I tell 29,000 people that they're going to die? I mean, we're talking, that's a real extreme statement. You know what I mean? Especially when, yeah. you know, to you and I, guy, you know, to the three of us here, that probably isn't as impactful. But if one of us had a family member that was in the hospital that needed a ventilator and you hear the governor make a statement like that, man, that, that cuts deep. That's a deep, that, right? I mean, because what is he actually yep. saying? So if my loved one needs to go on a ventilator, are you saying they're going to die? You're, you're making that statement out loud? I think Como Which is completely... Not true. Yeah, not right. only to not, like, you don't make that statement because right. it's just a stupid thing to say. Right. But then the fact is, it's not even true. It's not even true. Like, we have right. so many ventilators now right. that... We're literally sending them to other countries, right? So well, that now, they can use from, them. From what I'm, I'm seeing all over the place, not just certain, you know, links or anything like that, but all these doctors and nurses are saying, "Don't do it." Treating these people with ventilators is, wrong. is the wrong way yes. to treat them. Yes, I heard the same thing, Joe. Yes, we're murdering them, right. which makes sense. I mean, you're pumping air, oxygen into a lung that's filling up with water, essentially. You're drowning. They, you they know, suffocate. They're literally you're, drowning you're, in their own fluids. They're suffocating, right? Exactly. Right. You got to attack what causing their lungs but if you guys remember fluid. we talked about it at the beginning of the podcast you got 30 some odd thousand dollars to put somebody on a ventilator didn't you right yeah. so, so, 30, 38,000 yep. right. or 39,000 right. somewhere around that. that's right. the problem yeah, right. that's the problem why Why are we paying yeah. I, see I, I don't understand you're paying them more why, to murder somebody yes why are we why are we paying hospitals anything for any patient Agreed. that has COVID are, are they not collect I mean alright listen I believe that they should collect for their payment for services yes so whether it be Medicare or whether it be private insurance, however they're getting paid, right? I believe that all the costs should be covered. But why are we paying hospitals extra money? We shouldn't. For patients with that. We should, of course we shouldn't. Of and and this is no but, offense but, to the medical community, but you're doing your job. Like this is what you got. This is what you, this is your job. This is what you were hired to do. You were hired to treat sick people. That's absolutely that, right. I mean, and seriously. you're getting paid to do it. Yes. It's not like you're volunteering to do it. Like, right. Don't get me wrong. I love nurses. I love doctors. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, not the wrong idea. Absolutely. Yep, but yep. you're making you're making your check this week just like you did last week to do your job. Why is the because it's not the nurses that are getting the extra money, right? Or the doctors. It's the hospitals. It's those big hospital foundations yes. that are making all this extra money. What's well, the corporate Why? conglomerates? It's these hospitals are owned by medical conscious individuals. These hospitals right. are owned by businessmen right. and women. That's who owns these, right. these hospitals. They're owned by Bill Gates. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? Right. It's the right. same shit over and over. It's the yep. same people that keep getting paid right. for the same thing. Right. So Bill Gates yeah. is going to get paid three times over for the same. So he's going to get paid when there's a vaccine and we, we sell that vaccine. He's going to make his profit. And then he owns part of some hospitals. So he's going to make that profit. Like it's the same person and around, making and profits off of people dying. And, and so, nobody seems to have an issue with this. And I don't understand that, so, it. And speaking of that, so you mentioned Bill everybody's Gates. everybody's in fear. Yeah. And you mentioned the vaccine. So have you guys heard about this ID 2020? Have you? If you haven't, I, I mentioned to you guys, and I'll mention it to the audience as well. If you have a chance, go on Google and type in ID2020. And it really is spooky information and it really is related to the vaccine at some point when they release a vaccine for the coronavirus. Obviously, people will be in running in droves to the CVSs and to their to, to their doctors to get this vaccination. But what they're actually saying that potentially, and again, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, all labeled as one, but they're saying that there could be a, a tracking device in 
the vaccine itself that once it's injected into your body, now they can track you wherever you go and whatever you do. Guys, I would probably never believe something like that, but if you also told me that this coronavirus was going to be what it is today, I probably wouldn't have believed that either, but here we are. How do you and guys... You don't think, and you don't think that's already happened, Bob? See, so that's where I was going with this. Do you guys think, do you feel <laughs> that this is something that has already taken place? Do you think that, you know, H1N1, we've all got vaccinated We've at one time or another for the flu. Do you think we've already been implanted with something like yeah. that? Do you think that's possible? We're not. We haven't been implanted, but think about it. You got your phone. Yep. You got your car. Everybody, almost everybody, has an Alexa yes. or a Google or a Google inside their house. Yes. Now you talk about something. Yes. Do, do you do you people out there not realize if you're talking about? Hey, listen, I went to Home Depot and I found this. You know this. Yeah, you know, you're right. And then it comes the up on. Then it comes up right? on your then phone. Then you go right? up on your phone <laughs> yeah. and there it is. Yeah. Yeah. More you know, often you than not. Think that they're Yes, it's happening more often. I I, I used to not notice it, Joe, but now I notice it. It happens all the time. I'll have a conversation with my wife. My wife said it to me the other day, right? We had that campfire in the back, right? My wife took a couple pictures. She put them up on Facebook, right? And she didn't tag anybody in it, but somehow I was tagged in it. My oldest daughter was tagged in it. She's like, what the hell is this? How did that? Because I didn't tag you it in took this. It, it took it and upon like, itself, right? The algorithm took it upon yeah. itself and, and, and did that, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's like facial AI. recognition. Wow. It's AI. This is deep shit, man. This is this is for real. I mean, and, and if you believe this and if you think that this is possible, you're living in, the, in, in a world where you kind of question things, right? Like, what the hell's going on? Like, how did we end up here so quickly, right? Within two months. You know, you, and, and, and of course, you would already agree that the world changed, but then you start to hear all this other information at the other end about the doctor, about, you know, Bill Gates, about all of these things. And you, you say to yourself, Jesus Christ, like, how did we get here? Like, how does this, how is this even possible? And is it the government or is it something outside of the government, guys? Is this the government? Is this the federal government, the state government? Or are we talking about an entity that is above, you know, like they say, the cult? Is this is this that power above, right, above the government that's making these these moves? Or The deep, or, the deep state? Yeah. <laughs> right? There you go. For all you conspiracy theorists. Seriously, right? There, like, I know, mean, right? If you really believe it, there's a deep, supposedly there's a deep state and, you know, Hillary and, and all these other people are behind it. So how does, my point is, how do we get supposedly. here, right? Like, all of a sudden, we weren't looking for two seconds. And if you guys remember, and I'm just going to throw this out there, just, just I'm just going to dangle it. I'm just going to dangle it. If you guys remember, I hope you remember, when the coronavirus first was, when we were accusing, because we were accusing China of the virus coming from China, do you guys remember the first thing China stated about the coronavirus and their rebuttal to us was? Yeah, uh, it was our military. Yes! Imagine that. And, and so, you, and you watch Plandemic, right? And supposedly, right? It could have came from. They said that people that are that people that have been inoculated H1N1. for H1N1 are 36% more likely to contract the the COVID virus. Do you think it's absolutely possible that a troop was infected with this coronavirus and that would right? Is that possible? I mean, obviously we're blaming China, and there's no way the three of us could ever find the truth. Like, there's no way. I mean, we can only speculate. But do you think, like I said, when they first first said it it did it for me i was actually insulted by it i'm saying to myself how dare they accuse us and our troops of of transmitting this disease but after watching all this information 
Is it a possibility? Well, supposedly. Is there any watch, proof of if that? If you though? watch that, you watch that pandemic, right? So, yeah. isn't it? Don't doesn't Fauci and Bill Gates own a research facility yes. in North Carolina? Yes. And somewhere else, and yes. then in Wuhan. Yes. Now, do you remember when this whole thing first first started? Did they not arrest somebody at the airport? Yes, for carrying vials of for the coronavirus in their the, sock. The yep, in their from sock. North Carolina's facility. I do remember that. So her whole story, and just like anything else, there's half truths, and then there's and then there's the, the full truth. Right. You know, like how much of it do you believe? Why, whenever somebody asks me about it, I say, "Listen, do your own research." Yeah, because we can Are talk about believe? it. Because not all of it is going to be true. Right. She's trying to sell a book for crying out loud. Right. And yeah, and, and this <laughs> pandemic is going to be a movie. This what we've watched, from what I understand, what we've watched is a 27-minute segment of what's going to be a full-length uh, documentary. Oh yeah, you, you're going to have a bunch of movies written yeah. done about this. Yeah. You know that. But you know you what know. I, I you know what I found. You know, and again, I always find these things interesting, guys, because I don't know a whole lot about like viruses and you know these biologists and the way that they but you know when she makes the statements like she said she actually said the idea that someone would be infected from a bat is absolutely ludicrous she said the evolution of a virus to jump from an animal to a human could take up to 800 years did you did you know that no, no. i mean right so that's to me like that's evolutionary right so the, this virus that if left on its own it would take over 800 years for it to adapt to the to human yeah. but in this case yeah. her point in saying is that this is man-made because it was manipulated in a laboratory to react and act in this manner so so it wasn't i, be- I believe all that yeah yeah me too man i, like I, I believe said, somebody somebody somewhere made this yep. and whether they whether they they did this on purpose affecting everybody that's your own belief i would hope not to, i would hope that somebody did not try to affect everybody right. with this with this virus but it's possible man you know right if, if they did come from another country that yep. hates america yep. and hates everybody else around them you know who who, who am i to say or who is anybody else to and say who had the most and who planned. had the most to gain in all this when you stop and really think about it guys who had the most to gain by right. a pandemic in the United States, China, right? Because all of the all of the PPE, all those masks that we're wearing, all the equipment—not you guys, because you're not getting any—but for the rest of us, the, <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of us, all of the PPE that we're getting is coming from guys. Listen, where I work, we've got over 200 employees, and all of my masks that I have are coming directly from China, getting dropped at my door from China. So the amounts of money that are being sent over there right now for this PPE, I mean, it's really, you're really, you're creating your own market. I mean, seriously, right? Convenient, isn't it? It really, I mean, seriously. Isn't that that wicked convenient? It's a little too convenient, man. And it's scary. And it is very, very scary. And I'll tell you what, even if, let's just say, like we're sitting here talking, guys, even if that wasn't true, what if it is? And, And if it is, how easy was that? Yeah, well, it, it took true, one. It does come out true, right? China's got to worry about the rest of the world because the rest of the world is going to look down on them and yep. say, "Hey." Yeah, but at the end of the day, Joe, what are we going to do? What is the United States going to do to China? Like, I mean, I, and I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not being facetious. Well, it's not just the I'm United asking, States, like, in general. So let's say the world. world. Let's just say the world. Let's say the world. What is the world? I think we still. I think we still have a couple atom bombs laying around somewhere. Do you think well, that's that's the I'm way? I'm not you... saying bombs. Listen, I, Japan. I say... Japan cut the shit, didn't they? <laughs> what you do? I'm just saying. You heard them? <laughs> hey, St- Steve. Just like you said, money's power, right? 
Absolutely. If the rest of the world says, hey, you know what? We're cutting off funding. We are no longer trading with you. We are no longer doing anything with you. You know, yeah, but you know what the problem with that, Joe? Then now is? you it's end gonna... up with another North Korea. Well, the problem, the problem with you can't shut. You, see, China has been very, very smart about how they do things. You can't yeah. just shut China off. Dude, 75% of our medication comes from China. Yeah, they say yeah, it. That's yes. where you need to stop making, that's why you need to stop making everything American-made. But like that's the thing, it, right? So if tomorrow, tomorrow it, Joe, absolutely, but here's the problem. If it comes yeah, out, tomorrow, out that, tomorrow, yeah, that, that China did this, now what? Yeah. What are you going to do? You can't do shit. Right. What are you going right. to do? That's, because that's, right. they own us. They literally own us yes. because they manufacture at least half of everything that we produce, that we so Steve, consume. So, Steve, to your point, even if the federal government knew with certainty that this came from China, it would be in its best interest to not admit that right now. Would you agree? Because, oh, absolutely. Because then we're forced and to do just something, stop right? Building everything, just stop building everything in your own that's what. That's what I think you do. you got enough supplies yep. to yep. do your own thing. That's what I think okay, you do. Boom, see you later. That's the only way. That's the only way you can com- combat China because there are so many countries that are China-dependent. You know, you talk about Russia, you talk about the Koreas, like they're, uh, Iran, like all of these countries that are dependent upon China. That's not going to change. You know, the United States, I believe, has the ability to say, you know, what we're not going to have our penicillin come from china anymore we're going to make our penicillin in the united states but can you say that for some of these smaller countries that don't have that ability they're still going to go to china right they're still going to go over yeah. there and right that, that's 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 a natural fact going back to the original question here is china is so big what do you do like how do you stop how do you hurt china is it is it by policy is it, it what is it is it sanctions i don't know man because you're talking about a country with billions of people how do you a country that can self-sustain itself right because you could say china could self-sustain itself does china need the world or does, can china be self-sustaining on its own right if we said we're done with you china we're not going to do anything with you anymore how does that hurt china is it is it do people go hungry and people I, die i don't know i don't i don't think it hurts china and i'm going to tell you why i don't think it hurts china at all it's because china unlike the united states does give a shit China would have no problem with letting 30% of their country starve to death agreed they don't give a shit they listen they were they were killed they were killing unborn children or or, uh, um, you could have so many kids and then after that they kill them they don't give a shit so they China wouldn't care it wouldn't be the bureaucrats of China, the, the upper you know echelon of the Chinese people that would be dying. It would be all the, the people in these wet markets yep. that are eating bats now. They're the ones that would starve and die. Yes. And, and China wouldn't give a shit. They wouldn't care. So why at this point, I'll ask you this, why would China even have a statement or a narrative to say, no, this didn't come from Wuhan? Why would you even say that? Would it not be, listen, we're not going to talk about it. We're going to we're gonna do an investigation and we're not going to release it but they were releasing information again they they first they said it was american troops that were over there and that was the cause of it and then they said it was a bat and that somebody ate bat soup and made made, and got sick and then of course we hear something different from our justice department telling us hey listen it wasn't it was it was released from a from a lab in wuhan that is literally funded funded by the u.s funded by the united states guys The, the the united states is is funding money to the lab in which this virus was released if this is all true if this is the way it all ends up that's what happened that's the way this all turned out and honestly i hear you guys but what are we going to do what is the united states going to do to china and that again you ask that question i don't know guys i really don't know and how do you move from this point moving forward like what what do you do 
with that relationship because you can't believe them. You can't trust them anymore. Am I right? Right, right. I mean, you also got to look at the, the World Health Organization, too. Right, because they lied. They weren't truthful and forthcoming with the information that they had, right? Now, did they lie or is that what, what was being told to them also from China at the same point? Right? Yeah, but you know what, though? You're going to allow self-policing? Is that I mean, is that even possible? To, are you allowing yourself to self-police? Did somebody not do their job, maybe? I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? We don't. We don't know for the fact. All we know is is that you know we heard about this virus back yep. in what October, and supposedly we reached out and said, "Hey, how is this thing going? Oh, it's not. It's not that bad. It's not that bad." China's saying the same thing. World Health Organization saying the same thing, and it's like somebody dropped the ball somewhere. Yeah, totally, absolutely, totally, and yeah. utterly dropped the ball. I, I totally, absolutely agree right. with that. It, yes. It, it was it the World Health Organization protecting China? Was it the World Health? Oh, that was investigating this, not doing their proper job. You know what I'm saying? Or was it, or, or was it intentional, right? In so, so do you think? You think like maybe? So, so who, right? With World Health Organization, do you think that maybe they? didn't realize the severity of this or, or do you think right. they knew or do you think they knew that it was going to be this and kind of just said eh, we're going to take a back seat I on like this to, i like to be optimistic and just say i i would hope that they didn't know and just hope that it went away you know what i'm saying i i would hope they wouldn't do that you would you would hope uh, you would hope that they would i you know I, right. in between the three of us i think steve is trying I think I don't know if he can hear us now, but I, I think, think we he's, lost. Steve. Yeah, I think he's trying to get back in, and I think we might have lost this connection. But we'll we'll continue to move on here, and hopefully he'll jump back in here soon. Just shifting gears a little bit, bro, and I and I, and I really I think it's important to talk about this because again, we're talking a lot of politics here. We're talking about government. We're talking about a lot of the backdoor stuff that's going on. And if you remember the the original statements that were made when we found out about Corona. And going back to like December, right? December, January, December into February, like yeah. all those months. So when that was going on, if you remember, Joe, it was the impeachment, right? They, they, it was the impeachment. Right. They were trying to impeach the president. They were trying to figure out. But it all started with the, the General Flynn, right? General Flynn. And they were talking about collusion and the fact that Flynn had knew and willfully knowingly made false statements. You know statements to the FBI and Adam Schiff about the Russian collusion. In this case, so they they turn around and they said that he lied. And when you look at all the documentation now, obviously the the DOJ has done the investigation and turned out and found out that they really they kind of they, they they backdoored the guy, right? They they made him say things that weren't true, and they ended up the guy ends up getting convicted and stripped of of. I mean, we're talking a five star general here, guys, and he's stripped of everything. And just the idea that you know, if you're an American and you've served your country for that many years, and here you go, you got Democrats that come in and completely just create a narrative that doesn't exist, and then it leads into the corona. Let me just say this: in the last two days, the Department of Justice has decided they're going to release those charges they're not going to convict he's not going to get convicted of those charges how do you feel about that and and do you, do you think it's the right was the right thing to do a lot of this was all fabricated from the get-go yes so 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 yeah and i mean when, and when he comes back and if trump does get reelected, i honestly so hard to believe, believe that he's going to put flynn as the head of fbi i hope right uh, right how great would that be would you talk about you know full circle right i mean really yeah. just and and Imagine that you know, the, the the actual organization that lied and drove you out is the organization that you now are in charge and, and run. I think that would right. be 
Um, and investigate and investigate under their own. <laughs> right. You're the head of the investigation right? of the FBI and you're investigating the FBI. How scary is that to think? Because you know what? I grew up always believing that the CIA and the FBI was legit and they were always in for the good fight. But then when you read some of those documents and the way that they were manipulating the verbiage to get this man uh, who served our country for so many years, how does, I mean, I feel, I feel betrayed. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They gave him a very unfair rap, right? It's kind of like Joe said, this was in the works before Trump even got elected. Like they were already talking, like they're so stupid on the left at times <laughs> that they literally announce the stupid shit that they're going to do before yes. they do it. And then they think that the American people are just so stupid that they'll never figure it out. They're already investigating Trump for an impeachment because of the whole coronavirus. <laughs> Oh, right, man. right. They're, they're investigating they're, him for an impeachment over the coronavirus that two months ago they said he overreacted to right. by right. implementing a travel ban. Right. 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 And now while, they're talking about he's not handling correctly. He didn't act fast enough. That was Pelosi, so two months ago. Right. Pelosi, he acted too fast. Yeah, Pelosi. Now was he's in not China, acting yeah, fast enough. Because Pelosi was in Chinatown telling everybody, "Come on down. Right. Come to Come China. On down. Come Join on us. down. Join yeah. us. It's safe. We're, we're going to yeah, eat some. The virus isn't that bad. Right. It's not that bad. It's yeah. all good. Right. And then meanwhile, all these people are getting sick. I mean, so how do you follow? Hey guys, you know we haven't talked about it since, and, and, and I, I'll just bring it up because it just came to my mind. How did you guys feel when she tore up that speech? Like, because I, I, me personally, guys, I was absolutely infuriated by it. And it, regardless of how you feel, I don't care who the president was sitting at that podium. The fact that it was Trump is irrelevant. The idea that the Speaker of the House would actually do something like that. I was absolutely, I, me personally, I was embarrassed to see that. Well, well, well that was, her, that was... Her, her explanation of it was because it was all it was all false statements <laughs> that he gave. Right. Yet you, the problem. You got, you got army, the... sir. You got army. You got a, a hundred and two year old army. Right. Um, he was. Yes. That's all fabricated. You're telling me this is right. all lies. Right. What about what about the child that just got accepted for yes uh, yes the school the scholarships the scholarship. Rush Limbaugh and and his you know yeah. granted regardless that's of how all fabricated. you yeah because that, how you that feel, doesn't matter yeah. Rip it up yeah right that's Rip the problem that was that was the biggest incident of disrespect yeah. that has happened in a long time yeah. because it wasn't about you're right it wasn't about Trump it wasn't about it wasn't even about his speech right. it was about what was written in that speech yes about like Joe said. All of those people yes. that have had these great accomplishments, right? And then you just tear it up like it never happened. Like it never mattered. Like, like it was all it like it was mattered. all lie. It never happened, right? Like that soldier that risked his life, right? Like that never happened. That yeah, that, that right exactly. never never happened. That that World War Two veteran that never happened. You know what I mean? Like to me, the biggest sign of disrespect at any shape or form is when you stop for one second and think that our armed services, that our troops, the people fighting the good fight every day. That, that that's not true, that that's not happening. Right now, this very moment, all over the world, those people are out there making sure that we have our freedoms and that our country is safe and that you can go outside and that you can get in your car and drive down the road. And if you want to go get a fucking haircut, you can go get a fucking haircut if you want. Yeah. So when things like that happen, and I, I apologize, I get so upset and it absolutely infuriates me that that's the logic that is controlling and steering this Democratic Party, that Nancy Pelosi and all her stupid and ignorance, that's the, that's the voice, the shifts, that's the voice. Those are the voices that people are hearing. How can you follow that? How do you follow that narrative? I don't care. Millennial, I don't care who you are. Millennial, Generation X, I don't, whatever, whatever you are, boomer, 
How do you follow that narrative with that drunken, stupid idiot? With whatever she <laughs> said, how? I, I just, I can't. I'm telling you, man, I can't figure it out. And somehow, you know, you know what I can't figure out? And you, you just brought this up, but I can't figure it out. I can't figure out how nobody has stepped in and said we can't allow you to sit at, at that seat today. Right? Seriously, right? And she would be like, "Well, why? Because you're because you you're just blew a point three oh eight, right? Because you're drunk. That's why. Well, like, well, because you're freaking drunk. Like, how is it allowed? How is she allowed to sit as the Speaker of the House yeah. when she's pissed drunk? Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, you you remember when they went through the whole voting process, right? They didn't originally want her. Right. They had right, no choice. Right, right, Pretty much right. like how their presidency is running right now. Yes. They yes, have no choice. Yes. It's Joe Biden and nobody. Because you had Ryan Why in there, right? You had, push, you had Ryan. He didn't want it anymore. And somehow, like, and I keep saying it, it wasn't like she was voted in by the people. It's somehow she kind of got granted that position and exactly. fell and fell right into it. And somehow the Democrats thought that that was a good idea. Guys, again, I'm not You know what to... the problem is? No, they didn't. See, that? that's the other thing that the media doesn't report. Or they did for a little while, but then they kind of shut up about it. Because even the, Demo- the Democrats they themselves, they did not want her. Right. No. She has dirt on somebody somewhere, I don't know, naked pictures of somebody with it a horse be. It or something. something <laughs> I yeah. don't know. But she has enough stuff on these people. I mean, granted, she's been there long enough, right? right. Like she's been there what, like thirty years in the house or something? But it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. These people have been there for so long. Korea. The Democratic Korea. Party did not want her there as the Speaker right. of the House. Career. She's a career but, politician in that sense. She'll she'll be there forever. And she and even now right. she can but retire. Somehow she pulled it off. Yeah, she did. Yep. And and it's and it's a, it's an unfortunate situation where you know the only way that she's going to be out is when she dies. That's it. As, as long as she's yeah. as long as she's alive, she's gonna. And, and I hate to even use this example, but you know, I'll blame my mom, and I'll blame you know what? I'll blame my parents. I will. I'll blame my parents because I know that my mom, she would vote blue and vote D because she was told that when she became a citizen. Somebody at the immigration office, when she got her citizenship, told her, "Hey, listen, you're a Democrat. You're gonna be a Democrat. You're always gonna be a Democrat." And my mom, if you ask her, she will always vote for the Kennedy. Like that, there's no, it oh, doesn't absolutely. matter. It doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't I, matter who's yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Because he, just here in New Bedford, I mean, let's let's not even go on a federal level. Let's go on a, on a state level. The Portuguese people are wonderful people, but they're not always the brightest, okay? <laughs> So, so like, let's let's look at look. Let's just look at New Bedford for a minute, right? Yep. So you have Tony Cabral down here, right? Who's a state rep? Portuguese people love him. Why? Because his last name is Cabral. Cabral. The Portuguese people, for a long time, they still are, but not as much, I guess. Was dude, they were here because of the fishing port, right? The number one fishing port in the U.S. Yep. And they were all fishermen. I can honestly tell you that there is not one person in office that has done more to kill the fishing industry than Tony Cabral. There you go. But these people love him because he has a Portuguese last name. Yep. Continue to vote for him. Right. He is the biggest fraud ever known to man in this state. And that's saying a lot because this is the state of the Kennedys right. and the Bonnie right. Franks right. and the Elizabeth Warrens. But Tony Cabral has to be one of the biggest frauds 
I have ever met in my life. Because, you know, really, and you think about New Bedford, and if you had to pick an industry for New Bedford, you would say it's the fishery, right? Because because that's, that's, the, that's uh, the core. At least it used to be. Yeah, yeah, it used to be, right? And then you think about Fall River, and it was the textile, and that was that was their, yep. that was their thing. So New Bedford, you had the fisheries. Fall River, you had the textiles. And it's very similar to what happened to both. You had all these regulations that are being put in place where they could no longer function. And you had companies like, if you guys remember Quaker Fabric Corporation in Fall River, they employed over 5,000 people. All those people went home uh, for a two-week vacation in July. And when they came back, there was a sign on the door that told them they didn't have a job anymore. And that happened just like that. And why did it happen? It happened because there were so many regulations that the company could no longer function at a profit level. It was just, it, it just, it, they couldn't do it. And so if you went to another country and you were manufacturing the same materials, it was going to cost you, what, 80% less cost? What are you going to do? It, what makes sense, right? You're going to leave. Right. Right. And in this case, you're talking about the fisheries in New Bedford and Cabral. And there's so many these regulations. I mean, and I get it. You got to protect. I get it. Protect the ocean. Protect. I get it. I get all that. I understand that. But there's got to be an equal balance here. Right, guys? There's got to be a 50 50 where these people can still somewhat work and do what they're good at. Because if I own a scallop boat, right, if I own a scallop boat, I got to pay a loan, right? I'm, I mean, obviously, I would imagine, you know, a couple million dollars for a scallop boat. I got to pay for my, my crew, right? I got my crew that's going to be on the boat. I have to pay the insurance. I have to pay liability. At the end of the day, how can I afford to get in my boat and drive my, my boat into the Georgia banks and go and go scalloping if I can't afford to do so, where it's actually costing me money? And then the worst part of all this, guys, and I know I'm going on a tear here. These people that are working on these boats, these these merchant marines, the taxes, like they don't take taxes out of their pay. So every single one of them, and I know you guys agree, if you know anybody who's in this industry, they owe like thousands and thousands of dollars to the government because they're handed paychecks that, that aren't deducted. Like, why would you do right. that? Right. Why would you right. do that? Well, and the problem and the problem is if you talk to any fisherman now, 20 years ago, these guys would go out on a scallop trip. They'd come back. They'd come back with $50,000 yes. in their pocket. Yes. One yes. trip. Yes. These same guys are going out there now for a trip, and they're coming back with five or six. I mean, it's not. It's not. They didn't get a little bit of a cut. No, like no. The, the, yeah. they, they are getting yeah. bent over. Yes. And you guys remember, it was it, a couple of years ago, the union, right? The, 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 the fisheries union. Do you remember when that all went down and people got nothing? Like when the the, the fisheries shut down there and the union said they were yeah. going to take care of people? They didn't get anything. Yeah. People lost no. everything. They lost their whole livelihoods because the union never helped them and never paid. It was just <laughs> amazing, amazing that that could happen and into such a, a predominant source of food and supplies that comes out of New Bedford. And to have people involved in that that don't understand the industry and are applying all these regulations and all these laws that literally suffocate and choke out a fishery city like New Bedford. So the glory of which it was at one point, right, is no longer. It was one of the richest uh, cities in uh, right. all of the United States at one right. point. Like all, all, right, even that, like the processing plants, like it all dwindles down, right? Because it, it starts yeah. at the boat, and then from there it goes to the processing plant, and there's people working there, and they're processing it, and then they ship it out to you know restaurants and, and, and packaging plants, and they do all that. So all of those people are all affected. And, you know, I hate to let the cat out of the bag, but 90% of the people that are working in those plants, they're all illegals. Do you you know why they're illegal? That's the major problem. The reason they're illegal is because the people that own them cannot afford to pay a fair wage to an employee who is paying taxes. That's why. That's why that happens, right? So you're almost feeding a system that eventually 
just implodes. It implodes because now you got ice coming down and taking your workforce, and now you you show up to your your processing plant and you have no employees to do the work. Right, ice. How dare you bring that up? <laughs> I figured. <laughs> How you know, dare I, you? Fi- I figured. Here we go. How dare you? Those those people, ice immigration, coming in here and enforcing our nation's laws. What is wrong with you, Bobby? We should abolish ice. We should just let everybody flow into this country and just do whatever the hell they want. Man, you know what? I say I say we we ask every every American who's been wronged, raped, murdered, or or, or hurt by these Ill- illegals. Ask them that question. Ask them that question and see how they're going to answer it. Because the people that are answering those questions have no personal experience whatsoever to feel what it's like to have someone who doesn't even belong here take away or hurt the thing you love most in the world. Exactly. Yeah. Right? You're absolutely right. That's what it comes down to. You know, it's all about who are you asking that question because the people that are fighting that fight have no personal experience whatsoever. They don't. And again, and, and I even go back to the beginning of the podcast, guys, where we were talking about, you know, the 70, let's just say 80,000 souls that they're claiming die to the coronavirus. Let's just say that it's not 80,000. Just for our conversation, let's just say 50,000. Let's just say 50,000 people legitimately died from the coronavirus. Guys, that's not good, man. That's 50,000 families. That's 50,000 moms, yeah. dads, sisters, brothers. And you 50,000 too many. Right, and you can't look you can't look past that. You know, we have to remember that that has actually taken place and if there's something we can do about it, let's do it. But if you're going to turn around and spin the narrative and you're going to try to have an agenda that's going to work in your favor, in your financial benefit, man, that's that's where it all changes. And I think that's the space that we're in right now. I think there's a lot of money to be made here and I think there's a lot of questions that are unanswered. And how do you how do you rebuttal that? How not you- only not only not only a lot of money, but because of this all going on, there's a lot of rewriting you can do yeah. in part of these bills. You know, hey, now stimulus you know. bill. Now you know. What else is in that stimulus bill that you don't know? There's there's new there's new laws yeah. that they're putting into place. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Bailouts for these for these huge freaking corporations that are doing nothing that has to and, and nothing to do with COVID nineteen. Right. But we're right. we're bailing them out yep. because Pelosi or somebody else owes them a favor. Right. And oh, that's, look at that's, mail. That's the problem. Voting by mail. You you go and vote <laughs> for that. You you know what I'm saying? Right. That's it for the rest of your life. You put that in your bill. Yes. That's, that's it. it. That's it's it. in bill and you, you, you no longer go into polls. Yeah, these are the same people. We can't we can't risk going out in public to vote. These are the same people that are in yeah, lines at Walmart. Go to the grocers. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're all at right. Walmart buying freaking yeah. stupid shit. Yeah, so you but, can't, you but can't, they can't you, but they you, can't get out of bed to go vote. Like you, come on, are you yeah, kidding you, me? You can't you, you can't go to church, you can't go practice your religion, you, you, but you can go to Walmart and go buy whatever you want you want to go buy a basketball you can go buy a basketball it doesn't they're not saying you can't buy like <laughs> right. there's no res- right. there's no restrictions you can go in there and get whatever you want but if i yeah. want to go to my parish and i want to again there's got to be choice there's got to be free choice i mean and, and when you when you take that away from people fundamentally guys i don't want to get into the constitution but ultimately at the end well, of the you're day looking, you're looking at it people are getting fed up business owners are getting fed up look at the look at the woman with the hair salon yes. getting fed up listen yep. i got people i need to feed yes. i got workers that need to feed their families yes. we need to get back to work yes. what we're learning now is the data right. everything that's coming out on this thing is say suggesting you know people with underlying health issues yep. and the elderly are all getting affected right. and to your point earlier you know we should i i agree all right, listen, you, you can't isolate just the elderly. You can't sit there and say, you got to wear masks. You got to stay home. You got to wear gloves. Because what we're doing now, 
is we all could be like you said asymptomatic i don't know if i got it but right. if i go touch that grocery cart right and now mrs brown comes Betty over comes, and she Betty grabs comes it over yep, and yep. she touches that now she's got it well my whole my whole you take know, on that you is you can't isolate them all you know see my 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 whole take on that is exactly what i said in the beginning so this is supposed to be a free country so if i feel that i can walk into walmart that i do not want to wear a mask then i that should be my choice on the other hand if you feel that you may be at risk, you have that choice to stay home or you have the choice to go do what you have to do and wear the gloves and wear the mask and stay away from people. And But that's on you. That's not on me. But do you, Steve, do you think it's okay? fair? I am responsible you, for my safety. Yes, but do you think You're it's responsible for yours? Do you think it's fair to say we should all wear a mask? Do you think that's fair? Do you no. think that, do you think that's a fair compromise? Me personally, no. I, 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 me personally, I think it is. I don't mind wearing a mask. And if you tell me that by me wearing a mask, that I could probably prevent the contraction of the virus, I, I don't mind. Well, see, Bobby, that's the problem. By you wearing a mask, the only thing you're preventing is you getting sick. But in turn, in turn, like, not really, because if he, if not he, really, because even the studies are saying that that's not true. Because if you go out, right, you sneeze or you cough. Now, you, now you're 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 water, you're spitting out the germs that's yes. going on to potentially a product or a car or or in your hands and now you're touching something else right you're spreading it so by him wearing a, a mask, mask himself that's what i'm thinking what the mask is doing it's not you can even listen to fauci in the beginning of this whole thing yeah a mask is not going to prevent you from getting the virus yeah. the mask is going to prevent, prevent you, you from, from, spreading from spreading it, it. yeah or, or minimize or, or minimize the the, the possibility well, okay so, so, me, so let I, me ask I, so, so let me ask you a question is, then. I can't wear a mask too long. I have asthma. So I, I can't wear it more than 15, 20 minutes. I start getting hard of breathing. I can't breathe. Okay, so, so let me ask to, you a question. So I'll, ask, so I'll ask you both this question then. The government tells you that you have to wear a mask, okay? And you feel it's a good idea, which, hey, listen, you're obviously you're entitled to your opinion, and that's great. But what's next? Like, to what end? What's next? Right. I, I, next? I, I hear, so what? I hear next week now? So next week they tell you you have to wear brown socks because it's going to prevent. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So I, and, I then, and then and then the week after be... that, dude, it's already bad enough that we're locked in our homes. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. We're locked in our homes, so our kids are locked in the homes. These are the same. This is the same government that tells us that our kids spend too much time in front of tablets, in front of the TV, playing video and we're games. So they in. need fresh and we're air. Locking them in. So okay, right. So now what? So now we've locked all these children for two months. Now we've locked our children. They my can't point, go anywhere. My point is, is I don't mind helping stopping the virus, the yes, spread of it. I agree. And once, and once they do come out with, say, a vaccine or or whatever, yep. you know, and this virus starts to pretty much eventually go away, and they still want us to wear masks, they're going to get a big middle finger. Right. Right. So I'm not going to do it anymore. To your I, point, listen, Joe. I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I wear the I, mask. I to, I'm wearing the mask I because I want saying. to. I'm, my, I'm choosing my, to. I'm, I'm saying, I'm choosing to wear the mask. I, right I know now, that, I'm choosing to. Yes, right. I know that they're saying right. it's, it's a mandatory thing, but, but ultimately, uh, in my heart, I'm choosing to wear it because I'm thinking. Okay. My logic so you know what, and Bobby? germ. What I know so, about germs. That's what I'm applying. I'm, I'm applying what I know about germs and how, how germs are spread. That's what I'm. All right, Bobby. So then this is, then this is not, but this. This is not the right way to approach it. Right. If that's what you want people to do, right. I agree. then you should suggest yes. that people wear masks right. when fair. out in public. That's fair. That's I, fair. I okay. okay. And that's the way I look at it too. Yep. To that's believe fair. me. You because should not you should not be if, Governor Baker 
saying that as of Wednesday, so on Monday, he announces that as of Wednesday, everybody has to wear a mask when they are out in public and they cannot social distance. Two months ago, that might have been a great idea. Right. <laughs> exactly. Two months later, yeah, 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 you're yeah, going to yeah. tell me that now yeah. that the curve is coming down, yeah. that people should be wearing masks. Right. And I and I completely understand. You know what? There's a perfect meme out there. Wearing a mask two months after a lockdown is like putting on a condom, condom after yeah. she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Okay? That is, listen, exactly. there is no more perfect meme yep. to describe the situation <laughs> yep. that this state is in right now. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you. Now, are you guys, any of you, are you one of those people that drive around with a mask on? No, I don't. Absolutely not. I That's don't. the stupidest thing yeah, I've ever I seen don't. in my life. I, I, I see don't. people driving with a mask on. Sorry, Bobby. By yourself in your car. Do you think they forget? Do you think maybe some of the people just forget they have it on? Is that possible? Some might. And they're, dri- <laughs> and they're driving around with gloves on. <laughs> Crazy, bro. Right. Like, the same gloves. Yeah. The same gloves that they, they just they touched just their shopping stopping. cart with. Yeah. And now they're touching the steering wheel yeah. and their yeah. gear shift and yep. their radio knob. Yep. And then later when they go out, they're not wearing gloves and they're going to touch all that same shit. And right. that's what I don't understand. Right. I, don't, right? I don't understand it. Right. Joe, Joe, how many times have you driven by Buttonwood Park and seen oh people walking around the park by themselves in the fresh air with a mask with on? Mask on. What, what is the purpose? Right. You know what drives me nuts and I could see it already. So everything's closing down. And you know, Steve, I live right next to the beach. So every yep. time I'm driving home and I'm driving by the beach. Boy, this guy's getting I haircuts see, and he lives next to the beach. Boy, who's got the good life? I see, I see. Hey, I got a haircut too, man. <laughs> of people just walking around. So yeah. this is going to be the hot spot in the summer. Now you're going to tell people they can't go on, right. they can't go to the beach? That's when I'm telling you that people are going to say and enough I think, is enough. And I think the beach is I'm a gonna fair place. I'm going to do what place. I want. That's a fair, like they say golf too, same thing, you know, which brings us full circle and it's another topic that I wanted to discuss and it's about sports, right? Like we're, guys, I know I'm a fan, I'm a sports fan. Joe, I know you're a sports fan. Steve, you're a sports fan as well, right? I mean, I know you're not diehard, yeah. but you're a huge sports yeah, fan Yeah, I'm well, not right? diehard like you two, but yeah. yeah, I like to watch yeah, sports. Yeah, so, 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 so even with that said, like you, like you think right now, I mean, they just they just opened golf like so now you can go and you can play golf which i i think is fair because what's more social distancing than golf right i mean can I'm i ask a, you a question fishing, though, Bobby? fishing is more yeah, social fishing distancing too. You're than right. anything yeah, can yeah. i but can i ask you a question about golf sure because the actual mandate for golf in the state of massachusetts is golf courses are open but you can't use a golf cart right right so yeah two people cart. yeah you can use the push is, cart is is yeah, is there a point to that well i mean i've gone golfing and i've walked it yeah, this you know I've on, on a good day. It. Joe, I've walked it too, but my point is, yeah, you had choice. What is the difference? It was your if choice. If I walk the you golf chose, course, you chose it. Or if I jump in a little car, because you're not sitting next to somebody. Because you're sitting right next yeah, to somebody. You're sitting right next to somebody. Oh, the same guy that I'm sitting next to on the putting green, and the same guy you're sitting next to probably in the vehicle, and the guy that whose ball together. whose ball you just picked up because it was next yeah. to yours. That guy, right? Yeah, yeah. that guy. <laughs> This is this is the ludicrousness that I'm talking about. Right. Like it makes no sense. It's yeah. like, all right, we're gonna shut down the world except Walmart, Home Depot, and Load, right? Those can remain open. And then you can you can you can go and pick up the same hammer that that guy just put down. No big deal. But right. God forbid you go to the local small business guy to do your shopping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Right. Either you shut it down or you don't. Right. You can't have there's no in between. And where do you stand, Steve? You right now you're like open it, 
But you, is that how you feel? Like just open it. Absolutely. Done. Open it. Absolutely. Joe, Joe point, you, you feel point, the same I'm, way, Joe? I'm, I'm agreeing with him. At yeah. this point, we know enough about this this virus that yeah. just you know, and open it's, it up. Dude, we've been, yeah, we've been shut guys, down for two months. And just so the audience knows. We have been knows. shut down for two months. And, if yeah. they have not gotten a handle on this in the two months, they're not going to. And, just, and it and isn't to be me fair. sitting at home. It's not going to be us sitting at home that's going to help them get a handle on it. Right. And well, just to be fair. Look at Kumo. Didn't he come out just, what was it, yesterday or a couple of days ago? Who the hell is Recently, Kumo? Kumo. Oh, Cuomo. Yeah. Cuomo, yeah. So, <laughs> it's all right. So I listen, knew what he meant. I knew what he meant. So listen, he comes too. out and he says, you know, 66% scallops, of the people that are, are contracting this virus, he doesn't understand because they're all staying at home. What right. he's right. out of touch now with they're coming out. all right. these people are still, right. yes, granted, they're staying home. They're not going to work. Yeah. They're not doing Well, why would whatever. they go to work? If you make more money to stay home than you do going to work, right? right? But they're still I going listen. to the grocery I'm, stores. Hey, I'm all right with a the layoff. They're yeah, still going to the grocery stores. Yes, and they're still going they're to the still, pharmacies. They're, they're still, still going yes. out. Well, how do, don't you understand how it's happening? That's what like, I'm talking about. I don't about. understand so how, isn't that, how he could be baffled that it's happening. The transmission so is perfect. Joe, that's a perfect point to what I was saying, right? So yeah. he comes out now and he says, 60% of our new cases in the last whatever, two weeks, have been people that have been out of work. They've, they've been social distancing. They've been locked in their house. Watching television. 60%. So 60% of these people are the ones that are getting sick now that they're coming back out. Doesn't that tell you something? Yeah. It doesn't work. And in all fairness, and I want not. the audience... People are not going to stay yeah, home. And I want That's the audience the to know. I want the audience to know, and it's only fair... Uh, both of you have very strong opinions, and which I appreciate. But you also, what's fair to say, you both have children, and you both have young children. So yes. your opinions are fair in this. In the, I just want to make it clear, your opinion is very fair in this in this arena because you have just as much to lose as someone else. You you guys aren't just talking. You guys aren't single guys living in an apartment by yourselves. You both have families. And the risk is there, so I just want everybody to Absolutely. be aware. My, my parents, my parents, like your, like your, like your mom, Bobby, yep. Yep. and and Joe's parents are elderly, right? I have yep. I have young children. My my wife, I have contact with my wife's grandmother, who's yep. elderly. Like it's not, I I'm not some single dude out here going, oh yeah, right. open it up. Right. No, but you can't. A country cannot operate. Its economy cannot operate when we are paying people literally more to stay home, to stay home. than we are yeah. for them to work. Businesses can't yeah. open because the employees are not returning. They're not returning to work. So I heard, and listen, it, it, I, I, I won't I won't confirm this, but I, I will tell you, I was speaking to someone whose opinion I value and trust. And this individual told me that in their business, that they currently are working a four-day work week. So their employees are coming to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And on the Friday, they're they're actually putting a claim in to unemployment for the fifth day. Did you guys know, by opening that claim on the fifth day, so they're working four days being compensated, they open the claim on the fifth day, do you know that they're still receiving the $600? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, If yeah. you receive one hour oh, of unemployment, you get that $600. Yes. Right? I mean, yeah. what, right? I mean, how crazy is that, guys? How did not somebody think of that? How is that possible? So Bobby, tell me how tell me how that is fair. Right. And not just not just because we're considered essential, right? But tell me how that is fair to you who still has to go to work every, every day, day, brother. I have not missed a day right? of work since it started. A absolutely, right? How yeah. how is that to the police, to the fire, yep. to the EMS, yep. to the nurses, to the doctors, yep. 
to, to the, the people at the grocery store, to yep. the guy at the Home Depot, yep. who are considered essential, essential and have right. to report to work. How is it fair to them? Or your that cable all these, guy. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah. your utilities well, guy, your, your cable well, guy. Well, no, I, yeah. that's what I said. I said us, not just because yeah. we're considered yeah. Yeah. essential, yeah. but all these <laughs> other people as well. How is that fair that you're paying these people literally more to, to stay, stay at home, home than you're right. making when you're, when you're physically going out there? Right. And increasing the risk to yourself. And what do you to, mean you don't you don't appreciate the commercials about us? Right. And to reiterate what, what Joe you mentioned. You know what's funny, Joe? You you mentioned the commercials. My daughters saw a commercial the other day, and they're like, "Oh, Daddy, are you gonna are, are they gonna interview you for the commercial?" I said, "No, honey, they don't want to interview me because that's not what I would say." <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, you're the last person on that list, man. <laughs> right? If they came to me and said, "Hey, listen, pick one," I'd be like, "You're definitely not Steve." Hey, your, your, your internet provider, I'm just surprised they haven't even thanked the internet provider. Without without us, really, you yeah, would not be able yeah. to do your Zooms. Everything stops. Dude, everything, like I mentioned it earlier, everything stops. Home. Yeah, everything stops. Yeah. Everything stops. We're working from home. It yep. all starts with us. Yep, it really Dude, does. We're all dependent on it now, and it's... But it's crazy that, listen, and I get it, man. People are out of work. The government forced them out of work. But they shut down, and I get it. All right, so they can collect unemployment. All right, I get it. But, man... There's, there's got to be some, like, what's the incentive yeah, for me to get up and go to work the, 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 you got to pull the right. nipple away. You, you, you can only suck on the nipple for so long. And I think it's gotten to that point where, listen, they're going to run this until it dries out. That's really what they're going to do. And, oh, I, and I, my biggest my biggest fear yeah. here, guys, is who's going to pay that money back? I mentioned it in the beginning of the podcast. Oh, we you talked know who's going to pay for it? Me. There it is. My, there it is. My kids. Yep. My kids. Yep. And Steve's yep. kids. Hey, let, and hey, let me ask you a question. So let me ask you another question, right? Why do you think that the voice for keeping this shut down longer, where do you think that voice is coming from? Do you think it's coming from the people that are having to go to work every day? Or do you think it's coming from the people who are sitting at home collecting that extra money every week? If, shit, if I was at right. home collecting, I'd be like, nah, close it down. <laughs> Leave it Keep alone. It Don't touch it. Leave it alone. Dude, well, they, only, I, they only got until July. I, July 31st, I, but, that extra $600 runs out. Right. Well, but hey, I'd be stupid not to not try to, and suck right, up that to go until to the, the end of July. To, yeah, yeah, to I go know, to the yeah, to go to the last. But here's day. the thing. Yep. Now, now, when stores and these companies start opening back up, and you're you're on unemployment, and they call you and say, "Hey, come back to work." Now you're going back to work to make less. Yes. I think what's going to happen is you're going to have a lot of people staying on unemployment and losing their jobs. Well, I think there should be some kind of failsafe in there that says right that, that company, company should says, right. that the company, company should says, be hey, calling up the state and. Back. Right. And saying, listen, we called them back. They didn't want to come back. I think, you know, and unemployment should be cut off because at that point, they're not unemployed. At that that point, they're not unemployed. They're willing non-participants. Yeah. Right. But again, guys, and you know what? And it seems like we're in this vicious cycle and it's like it's it's this revolving door that just keeps cycling in circles. And you wonder. Again, people that probably weren't even making this kind of money, right? If you worked a part-time job, you worked at McDonald's or you worked at the corner store and you were making a $200 paycheck and all of a sudden you get an $800 paycheck, I mean, the motivation to get out of the house, to your point, Steve, is absolutely none like nobody's going anywhere absolutely right hey guy that's this is how you create this is how you create a welfare state this is exactly what they've done they know exactly what they're doing 
and they've done it. Socialism. And, this this would what? be considered socialism. That's right. I mean, if you were to look at socialism, That's exactly right, what it is. right, right. This is what we're all experiencing right now. There's a little taste of socialism. Right. Standing in lines, okay. yeah. waiting at the grocery store. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, people nope. out yep. there. You can only buy it. one roll of toilet paper today. Now you can, but yep. in the patent, when this whole thing started, people are out there hoarding. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You got people yep. still hoarding. Right. You know, I don't understand. And, I, and it's funny. You know, the wife and I have been, we have been in the market for a, a freezer for a long time. And it's, it's always been one of those things that we wanted, but just never pulled the trigger. So, of course, with all of this going on and the wife, going, oh, listen, there's going to be a meat shortage and we should really get a freezer. I'm like, all right, let's you know, bite the bullet. You know, we'll spend the five hundred dollars. We'll get one. Bro, I can't find one. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody <laughs> has they already thought of it gone, bro. You. They are. After, yeah. Listen, I challenge anybody after you're done listening to the podcast, go on Google and type in freezer like nobody on the planet has freezers for sale. Nobody. Nobody. It's the same thing as the toilet paper. As soon as people heard that there might be, you know, the Tyson food plants, they had the, the corona there and a lot of people were yeah. sick. And as soon as they heard, hey, listen, meat shortage, like people went crazy. And now it's the meat thing. So no, no, no more of the toilet paper. Now it's you're not going to have enough meat and you're going to go I hungry. Know. Listen, there's, I, I, I went to Stop and Shop yesterday morning right here, right near my house, right? I go to Stop and Shop. Just to, I, I needed to pick up a couple of burgers and dude, there was no meat. There was no meat. There was absolutely, there was not one package of meat on the shelves. Meat or chicken. There was nothing. Do you think that's nothing. because it was of, empty. Do, do you think there that's was a, a lady there screaming at the butcher? Do you, now, do you think that's a supply issue or a hoarding issue? So do you think it's it, stop and shop? It, it, right, they're still getting this, right? They're still getting the same amount of supply, but people are going no, there and no, just buying no, them. No, 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 it is, it is a supply issue. So it's a supply the issue. Meats, the meats is a supply it, issue now. It is a supply issue, absolutely. But as far as I, I don't know why. finding it on the shelves? Mm. So soon? Well, because I think because I think a lot of I think a lot of the meats came from overseas too. To be honest with you. Yeah, they say that pork, right? We we, we import a lot of pork yeah. from China. I, I, that, yeah, I, that I, I think I think there was a lot of meats coming from overseas, and now there's a shortage crazy. because of other all, all the tariffs and it, it, it's it's crazy because somebody was telling me a story the other day about how they um, oh it was my daughter's friend she was telling me that like her parents have a boat they live on a lake and yeah. they they wanted they were probably to, I think it was tomorrow. Mother's Day, they were gonna have um, uh, like a little barbecue type of deal there, like with the family and stuff. And so they wanted to buy, I think it was chicken or something to cook on the grill or whatever. They went to the restaurant like because it was gonna be pre-catered, and the, the the restaurant would not sell them more than like whatever it was, like uh. four sandwiches or whatever the hell it was, uh. because there's such a shortage that they can't get the meat. Crazy man, it, it's it's ridiculous. Crazy. Crazy. Well, you know what? I I talked to my cousin last month and uh, I was asking him because he lives out in Texas, asking him how it is out there and stuff. And he was telling me this last month that he's like, dude, you, you can't get more than a burger. He goes, you can't get more than one hamburger if you go into like McDonald's or, or Burger King. They won't allow you to buy wow. more than one hamburger. Wow. And then this was last month before the whole meat sorted. Even started. started. Right, 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 right. That's you know, amazing. so it, it was already starting to affect them Jeez, down man. there. So That's amazing. You know, and it's funny, Steve, you know, you mentioned it and I'm just going to, I'm going to jump all over it because I want to remind the fans tomorrow's Mother's Day, right? So if you, if you haven't yet, I mean, like you got a couple of hours, maybe, <laughs> maybe get to CVS or maybe Walmart or something and go get a card, go get some flowers, go do something. But 
just in case you didn't know. I mean, it's Mother's Day tomorrow, right? You guys got big plans for tomorrow? Anything going on? Yeah, it's called it's called working. No kidding. I, yeah, I got to go to work. That's tomorrow. right. Yeah, because you do you do work. Yeah, yeah I yeah, work yeah. Sunday. How about you, Steve? Uh, I'll be right here in my house. Nice, celebrating the my, day with my yeah, my well, my with my wife, my kids. Probably step out real quick, go see my mom, and yeah, uh, the majority it'll, it'll be here. For so my wife so anyways. what what do I what I think everybody should do? This is just my suggestion: is go over to Etsy. You know what I mean? If you haven't done so already. <laughs> Go over at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash the Bobby Kuda show and go get a t-shirt, right? Go get a t-shirt, go get a mug, a mug, right? Go get something for your mom, right? You or, got, or your you wife. You selling masks? Not yet. I should. Oh, I should. See? I should get on that. Kudo right? show masks. Oh man. What was I thinking? Right. I got to get in on that. I got to get in on that. I think we're onto something guys. Let's you do better, it. dude, because at this you. rate, we might be wearing masks for another year. Right, but either way, you should go over. I know you guys have been over to Etsy, and you and you guys have bought the gear. It's good stuff. Go over, go check it out. You're supporting the show. Good quality, right? Good Keeping quality. this going. I mean, listen, I don't care where you're going to listen to your podcast. Nobody else is talking about this shit, and they're not talking about it the way that we are. And the fact that you know, honestly, fortunately, the three of us live in Massachusetts, and just I think. Living in Massachusetts, being where we are, it does make a difference. I really do believe that. I believe that we are in the, the if you had to call it the the neural central of all of this, man, I think we are. I mean, the, you, you think of the amount of people and demographics that we have in our environment, right? Just, just alone between, you know, immigration, between the people that live here, between, you know, that liberal side, that conservative side. I think that as a melting pot, Boston, Massachusetts, all of our surrounding, that's what we are. And fortunately, we can have these conversations and we can talk about these topics, but a lot of people are not. And unfortunately, if they're having these these conversations, man, they're all one-sided. Like, there's no room for conversation. It's, this is the way it is, and this is why, and and there's no description or explanation, but yet these people are pushing a narrative that only works in their best interest. And the fact that we can come on here and I can have you guys, which I'm absolutely humbled and grateful that you guys are here, and we can have these conversations. And a lot of these conversations are not easy. These are these are not easy conversations to have, but they are conversations that we need to have. And if there's one thing I always talk about on the podcast, it's about, that's what the show is about. It's about the message. It's about, you know, what is going around around us and can we continue to have the conversation without throwing rocks at one another, right? That's that's where I think we need to find. And unfortunately, you know, if, if you were watching the news last week, the state house, all those people, they all went into the state house and all they're all protesting and they don't, it, that's fine. You can protest those things. But when you actually look at the conversations that are taking place, so you got one woman in a wheelchair, right? And she's screaming why the man shouldn't be there. And then you got a guy holding a gun with a half mask on, screaming at her, telling her why he should be there. And at the end of the day, how do you win in all that? There's no conversation taking place. It's just two illogical people having an illogical argument. It's talk, I'm talking about sitting here, having a, a, an intelligent, fair conversation about these situations that, quite honestly, guys, it's pretty scary. I mean, Did you see, there's a video out there. I don't know if any of you guys seen it with, with a Marine that physically got up with the microphone and talk to these police officers and, and would you not I'm telling you right now this marine talk them sense into them saying hey we're out here protesting what are you doing right what are you doing he right. literally all these police officers at least a hundred of them standing in line protecting the, the state house yep. all turned their backs and left 
There you go. They all left right. with this right. Marine giving his message yep. to them, saying, what are you Where doing? Where was that, Joe? California. No kidding. It was in Cali? It was in California. I'll, I'll send you I'll yeah, send you a YouTube it, it, video. Right. And so there you go. And that's and that's proof positive, bro, that we need to talk about these things, right? Now, one person gets up and yep. talks to these police officers and yep. tell, you know, talks some sense into some them. Logic, going, hey, listen, right? Some logic, right? Some logic. I understand you got to make money, but you got to understand these people that you're protecting is stealing our liberty. You know, like, what are you doing? At the end of the day, you got to make the decision. Yep. For you, your family, and your kids, they're paying you. You're making a paycheck. But what about the rest of us out here? Right. You're standing here. You're working, right? The state is paying you to stay here and protect the state house. Meanwhile, I'm standing here telling you that I want to go back to work. I want to go earn a living, right? I want to go back to my job, right? That's right. Yeah. I mean, literally, when you look at the contrast there. And they turned their backs and they all walked away. I'm going to have to check that out, Every single cop. You're going to have to send that to me. I'll I'll send you that link. Yeah, that'd be cool. If you send it to me and then I'll, of course, I'll share it with the audience. We'll put it on the bobbykudoshow.com and you guys can go in there and check that out because if you haven't gone, bobbykudoshow.com, go check it out. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any, anything that we talk about here, anything that we talk about on the show, I try to make it uh, as easy and accessible on all the media platforms. And I always, always, always encourage the audience and everyone and the fans, reach out, let me know what you think, let me know how you feel, and I'll share that with everybody. Because it's not just you, it's not just me. I mean, you have to stop and think. There's no way that I went out and found two people, right, and did, that are like-minded and that we can honestly, you know what, I can say that we can sit here, the three of us, we're like-minded individuals, but we all have different situations in our lives. But somehow, we're coming to the same conclusions here. Like we're, we're coming to the same idea that, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't add up. Like something's not making sense here. You're telling me one thing, I'm doing another. I'm trying to do what you're telling me because you're telling me it's going to help. But at the end of the day, it doesn't seem to be making a difference. So yeah. we can continue to do what we're doing or to the point of, of what Steve was saying, you can fight the system and say, listen, don't don't piss on my head and tell me it's raining. I need to know the truth, and I feel that at least if I have the right information, then I can fight the right fight. You know what I mean? And I think that's where we're at right now. No, not to get all off on that, and I think, honestly, that's probably the best conversation I've ever had about the, the this situation up until this point, and I really appreciate both your inputs. But I got to ask you this question. How do you guys feel, right? This Now, this is a, this is a serious issue. How do you guys feel about the murder hornets? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen these things? Have you hey, seen listen, these things? I'm a, I'm allergic to bees. Dude, you're screwed. This, you're screwed. No, you're screwed. Hey, listen, I'll tell you a story right now. Right, happened to me around this time of last year. I come back from work because of a rotator cuff injury. I, I, I shit you not. A month back in, all of a sudden I go to a customer's house. I pull up early in the morning, Sunday morning. I go into their house. All right, you get a bad box. I come out. I go to my truck. I parked right under a hornet's nest in a tree it was like a it was like a cartoon you ever seen the cartoons where the bees are chasing the person yes like a swarm like a big <laughs> a cloud swarm. all i saw was a big <laughs> like all these black it looked like <laughs> people have got the background with the bees yeah all of a sudden i hear that and i see around my truck there's just like this big black like ball almost oh. and as i'm getting closer to my truck all of a sudden I get nailed right in my neck. Oh. And then all of a sudden, they all swarm right at me. I got stung so many times. I, I, Do you carry you know, an EpiPen? Do you have an EpiPen with you? Here's, here's the thing. The EpiPen's in my truck. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, That's my, not good. My inhaler is in the truck. Jesus. I dropped everything right there, ran just barged right into the back of the customer's house. I'm like, listen. <laughs> I'm, I'm under attack. I'm under attack. I'm not, 
listen, the customer goes out, she grabs this this wasp can of Raid. Oh. Like, that ain't going to do anything. I'm trying to tell her. <laughs> that ain't going to do anything. You know, she's like, well, maybe it'll get rid of some of them. I said, listen, there is at least 50 to 100 bees Ugh. out there. So she goes out there and she gets like halfway in the road and she runs back in because now they just sees her. Wow. So long story short, I had to wait for my super uh, supervisor that was working that Sunday. Yeah. To bring me to the hospital so that way I could get treated. Jeez, man. So these these so these murder hornets, man. I'm t- I'm all done. They they actually <laughs> said that they kill people. That they 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 yeah. kill people. And of course, it's an Asian, right? It's an Asian. Again, I hate to keep pointing in that direction, guys, but. What the Dude, hell, man, the right? Chinese are trying to kill us. Seriously, it's like guerrilla warfare. Seriously, like murder warrants? This was all, this was, that was all made in a, in a, in a uh, yeah, in a they lab were produced somewhere. in a, I watched a, a video of this murder hornet attacking a mouse, and I tell you, it was the saddest thing I've ever oh, seen in my I life. Did that. you see that? Like, the thing's trying to yeah. get away, and it just, it was relentless. It wouldn't, it wouldn't just leave it alone and take off. Like, it was determined to take the mouse out, man. Like, it just had that tenacity. It kept stinging it, kept stinging it. And I'm saying to myself, man, imagine seeing something like two inches. They say they're two inches large coming at you, man. I, I, I don't know what you do, right? What do you do? What do you do with something like that? And they say if you have honeybees, like you're screwed. Because these things come in and they decapitate the honeybees and kill all the honeybees. I saw that uh, praying mantis would kill them. I saw that too. I saw that too. Yeah. But the difference in the praying mantis and the murder hornet, the murder hornet, like they're, they're like swarms, right? If you got one single praying mantis, he's screwed, yeah. right? It, t- yeah. it would take yeah. it would take two murder hornets to take them out, and I guess that's the way that they attack. They attack in these these swarms, and you can't fight them, man. How crazy is that? Right now, this now we got bees bees that are attacking yeah. us, man. Like it's just one thing after another after another. And if you were in New England today, and Joey, I know you'll know, no like fucking snow today. <laughs> Mowing the lawn. <laughs> Mowing the lawn in the snow, brother. Only <laughs> in New England. Coming, man. Only in New England, brother. Right? It's it's like it's yeah. like the, yeah, it's been written in here. <laughs> it's been written and the end is near, you know? Well listen guys, listen, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but we are actually two and a half hours into this podcast. And I just I Jesus. wanted and I and I we talked about some really great stuff. Again, I, I am so grateful for you guys being here today. And I, I just know for a fact that this is gonna be one of the best grossing podcasts that that, that we publish. But before we go out, I wanted to talk about some fun stuff real quick. And I, I ended up collecting 10 ethical questions. And I thought, how cool would it be to ask these questions and kind of get your opinion? And not to mention the audience would also get a good feel for who you guys are and how you react to these things, right? So, I, listen, I'm not holding you guys to this. Do they really want to know how, who Steve is? Right? I think right? we're going to find out. So, question Nobody one. You ready that. for this? Okay, this is 10 ethical questions. So, if something at a yard sale is far more valuable than the posted price, do you tell the seller or do you pay the 50 cents and run with it? I run with it. I run with it. You know that. Run with it. See, to me, it would depend. It depends who's selling it. Like, I think if it was somebody, like, elderly who didn't know any wiser, I might... Or a little kid. Or right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. if it's somebody in the middle, I'm walking away with, with, the, the, with, with what I want. But if it's somebody older or younger, I'm probably going to let them know. How about you, Steve? Uh, I'm walking away with it. <laughs> doesn't matter who it is? That doesn't matter, dude. You should do your research if you're going to be selling <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, here's another one. Sorry, right. man. Is this considered stealing, right? Pens from a bank, napkins from a fast food restaurant. 
Is that no. considered stealing? No, no, no. You don't think so? They put them there for you. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so you take a napkin or two, right? You eat your food, and then on your way out the door, you grab a handful of napkins and walk out the door. Is that stealing? No, I paid enough for that fast food. Trust me. All yeah. right, all right. I kind of feel the same way you do on that one. All right. So, uh, if a charity sent, this is a good one. If a charity sends you the free address labels, you, we've all gotten them, right? The labels with your name on them, right, and the address. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. If 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 you get those in the mail and you don't make a contribution, is it still okay to use them? Yes. Yeah. So why not? You sent right. them to me. What am I going to do? Throw them away? What a waste. Right. That, that's I'm with you on that. What that's a waste, right? If I don't use them, then I'm just I'm, I'm I'm making it even worse, right? Right. That's a good one. Is it unfair to move to better seats at a sporting event or a concert? No. So yeah. you're yeah. so you're sitting you're sitting Nobody's up high. Sitting. You look down. You see there's an empty seat down there, and you go down I'm and you moving. take it. I'm moving. I'm moving. How about you, I'd Steve? I'd probably take it, too. I've, listen, I've, I've done it at baseball games, at Red Sox games. Yeah. I've sat there. Have you ever been thrown out? Have you ever been thrown out of the seat? No, because what I'll usually do is wait like two innings, three innings. Yeah. Nobody's sitting there. Chances are you ain't coming. I'm moving down. Yeah, see, I would do it, but I've always been afraid to be embarrassed by it. You know what I mean? Like, I hate to be the guy sitting in that seat, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, the usher yeah, comes over and goes, uh, excuse me, sir, <laughs> could you show me your ticket, please? Like, they, don't, they don't do that. They don't do that when sporting events. Mm. The only time you're going to see that is, is when the person that actually has the ticket come over and say, hey, I think you're sitting in my seat. Right, all right. They here's, really don't have Here's one for you. More, like, usher's checking. If someone tells an offensive joke... Is it your responsibility to speak up about it? Would you? Would you? Would you say something? No, you wouldn't, Joe. No, 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 because because what's offensive to me may not be offensive to someone. What if it's an obvious offensive joke? But then again, in in the in the society we live in now, everything is offensive. So right, like what? Who who determines offensive or not? Right. What if it's completely like egregious? Somebody says a rape joke, and in front of a woman, and you can clearly see that she's offended by it do you say something probably yeah, yeah like if it's, it, like, hey, i guess man, it's not, it's yeah not I, I, I'd, I'd be like yeah dude that that's not good <laughs> like shut yeah. up yeah, yeah I, I mean I'm, there's there's limits I'm to kind things of, yes but. and that's and i'm with you i think it, it, it has to cross that line if you cross that line that i feel i need to say something then i probably will and I, maybe that's the manager in me you know what i mean like you know what i mean and, and having someone say something that i kind of felt like it's obligation of my position to be like, hey man, that, that wasn't cool to say that. That was a little inappropriate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially, right, even if you knew something about that person and you made a joke, here's another one for you. Is it ever okay to sneak peek at your children's email? How old are my children? Uh, Steve, yeah, you got a range, Steve, right? You got both ends of the spectrum there. Do, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I got a, uh, uh, I got a 25-year-old, yep. so I know I will not be looking at her emails. Okay. But I also have a 10-year-old. Yep. Uh, yes, I will be. So you have an age limit. As a matter of fact, so, I do. So there's an age limit there. So at what age do you think it's no longer appropriate to look at your kid's email? Uh, Around 14, 15. Eight, uh, no. <laughs> Hell no. 18? <laughs> right? 18, maybe? Ah, listen, listen, that's the age of, of consent, right? Of consent, so, yes. At, at that point, you're an adult, so... Well, yeah. That's a good one, so no? Still, at the same time, they, they still need their privacy. Yes, I agree. Ah, listen, dude, but, but all right, so Joe, so you have a 16-year-old. I know you have a daughter. I know she's not 16, but say your daughter's 16, right? And and some some jerk-off is, is sending her inappropriate shit, right? Like, the, yeah. you don't want to know that? I do. No. I'm just, that's Bobby, just me, you know what I mean? That's a tough one, guys, because, you know, you, wouldn't you like to think time, that you, maybe your kid would tell you about it? At the same time, I already told her she can't date until she's 30. There so. you go. Well, at least she's, 30. At least she's 30. Young, no? <laughs> 
<laughs> he's Portuguese, man. Did you forget? That's 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 the ripe old age for Portuguese. If you're Portuguese, that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. That's okay. As long as yeah. you're Portuguese. I still want. I still want grandchildren. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you really? Because I don't. His, I've had enough kids in my life. His what? No, that's a lot better, man. Because you know what? Hey, your kid's crying. Here you go. Here you go. Uh, Take him home. Take him home. You gotta go home. See you later. See you later. Thanks for visiting. All right, I got one <laughs> more. One more. We'll close out with this one. My boss asked me to cover for them in their expense report by saying I was at a, I was at a lunch meeting with them when I wasn't. Would you Would you lie for him? No, no, yeah, me, <laughs> no. Neither. me neither. Well, Screw let's you. say if it was, if it was you, Bobby, I, I, I think about it. Nice, bro. Oh, I appreciate that. Go. I, no, I appreciate you know, that, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> there we go. But by the same token, you know that I would probably never ask. I would never ask you to do that. That's probably that's probably why no. that the answer is because no. you know I would never ask you to do. But but that's no. a good one though. How many times does that happen, right? Where, where you might work for somebody and they may be like, "Hey, listen, man, I need you to I need you to cover for me, right?" I mean, it's and you have to make that decision, right? Whether or not you're gonna right. and, and imagine the adverse effects of that. One, you don't do it, you're busting you're an asshole, and now they got it out for you, or vice versa. You go ahead and do it, and now you lose your job because exactly, right? and then that's tarnished on your. Right. You know what I'm saying? What right. job is Yeah, because because with my luck, the way it would happen is it would bite me in the ass, but not him. Exactly. Right. Murphy's Law. All right, so here's a couple of quick ones for you. Ready? Will religion ever become obsolete? No. Steve? See, I kind of think it already is, to be honest with you, so... I think it's That's on its way. I think it's on its way. Although, you know, I, again, yeah. religion was a big part of my life growing up. Like I said, I mentioned earlier, I'm Portuguese, so there was a crucifix in every room oh. in my house. And um, well, you, know, you said you, you said religion. Yes. Religion will always be around. You, you don't think it'll ever be obsolete? What kind of religion are you talking? Let's just say Catholicism. Let's talk about Catholicism. Do you think that Catholicism I think, I think will Catholicism ever cease to exist? Obsolete for about twenty years. Ah, well, if you go to the Vatican, bro, they're still making a lot of money over there. Right? Oh, of course they are. That's the only reason. That's the only reason that it's still around is because they are the wealthiest they organization are. in the world. Well, no other organization could could molest children and still be in operation. Only, only <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> you know what I mean? If McDonald's was raping kids with Happy Meals, then McDonald's would cease to exist. I mean, that's just the bottom absolutely. line. And you wouldn't have yeah. the ability to pay off these people and and put gag orders on them because you don't want the truth to come out so but again Absolutely. that's that's a whole other conversation maybe the next so I'll, podcast. I'll say I'll, I'll say this bobby what i think is keeping catholicism alive is the older generation i think once the older generation dies off it's done i will say this unless they make some drastic changes to some of their policies yep uh gay rights uh, the priests being able to, to marry, marry. Yep. Um, stuff like that. Unless they make some drastic changes, I think once the older generation is gone, the Catholic Church is also yeah. gone. And, you know, it's funny you say that because you can almost kind of see it in the generations of, of us. I mean, I again, growing up Portuguese, the Catholic religion was a big part of our lives. The feasts, the sun, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the Sunday church, like all of that was really relevant and it was daily. Now, uh, that's very rare. It really doesn't happen. And again... You wonder of that generation kind of dying off, and, and and the new generation not having a need yeah. for religion, right? Because you well, can be even it's it's going to be even worse this year because yeah, all the feasts are canceled, canceled. already. So everything's canceled. Yeah. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Oh, so moving on, here's another one for you guys: Is intelligence or wisdom more useful? Wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah, wisdom. But see, I can. Because say- I, I I can I I'll, I'll be straight up honest with you. Yep. 
I know a lot of intelligent people. Steve, you're going to be honest, bro. <laughs> right? I know a lot of intelligent people that couldn't yep. find their way out of a wet paper bag. No common sense whatsoever. How many? So you can be as smart as a whip and know everything in all these books, but if you don't know how to how to interact on a daily, you know what I'm saying? Like yep. if you don't, if you don't have any common sense, but with the wisdom, how many times? How, how, how many times have you guys always said, eh, "Man, if I knew now, what I knew, what then, I knew then, right? right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or what I knew right. then, if I knew then, what I know now. And, you know but, now? but yeah. unfortunately, the part the problem with that guys is with wisdom. The only way you can gain wisdom is by time, right? Time and 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 yeah, and, mis- and mistakes. So well. Not necessarily. Right? Or right? research not, it. I, so research wisdom it. can be passed down. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're the, you know, my father's wisdom, if yep. he teaches me correctly, yep. and his you, wisdom and you, can and you be choose passed to apply, down to me. And you choose to apply that. That's a good point, Steve. I didn't even look Correct. at it in that. I didn't even look at it from that, that point of view. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that's the a majority of wisdom is acquired yeah. through experience, clearly. Yep. But wisdom, intelligence can't necessarily be passed down. I can down, teach you how to, I can, can teach you math, but I can't teach you how to be a good person. Right. Right? Right? I mean, I I, I, right, right. It's in that kind of sense, where you and I could sit and I could teach you two plus two equals four, but if I sat and told you the story of the time that I fell off my bike and scraped my knee, that wisdom is going to help you in your future life. Agreed? Absolutely. Right. You're going to be more careful when All you're right. riding your bike, right? And here's the last one. This is a good one. How replaceable are you? <laughs> To who? Right? Wait, to who? Right? No, in the general, like, ask that question. In the Like, ask yourself that question. How replaceable am I? And I think you could apply that in every aspect of your life, whether it be personal. How, all right, so let's let's go down the list. Yep. How replaceable am I to my employer? <laughs> I don't even exist to well, them. Guys, I'm proof positive How, that in five minutes, like, they can replace you. There you go. How <laughs> replaceable am I to my children? There um, you go. Um, I don't think I am. You're good at this game. I really Steve. don't think you're, I am. Steve, you're really good at this game. I like it. I like it. You can't be. You can't be. In general, you could be re- You could be a replace, but mm-hmm. as far as a family, you having a family, you having a wife and children, you're irreplaceable. Right. And I would, I would take Oh, no, as- don't get me wrong. My wife will replace me. But my, I don't think my kids can. <laughs> mine too, brother. Mine too. That's true. But, so, but, but I, guess, I guess the question, the trick in the question is really how, how much have you applied yourself in life, right? Because... It, the more involved you are in helping others, right? I mean, that's that's right. really where that yeah. kind of if you do, if you do nothing, right? If you just sit home and do nothing all day and you look, you're staring yeah. out the window, then you, you can be replaced. But if every day you get up and you know you're, you're helping save lives you're or you're go, right, right, asserting yourself, yeah. then you know that that increases the value and you're not as easily replaceable. Guys, that was fun, right? I mean, that was. Some cool, yeah, qu- right? Absolutely. Something a little different, something a little think fun. about, right? And listen, just real quick, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna start to walk us out of here because we're gonna be looking at three hours on this podcast, and people are gonna be like driving off the road. But are you guys watching? Three watch, hours of the you guys, I, It is. And I was, dude, when you there wrote you that, when you wrote that email, I'm like, he's absolutely right. Like it couldn't have been said any other better way. The greatest podcast. It really, really is. Are you guys watching TV at all? You got what are you guys watching? Yeah, you know what? what? I watch it. Yeah. I got little ones, so I got a nine year old. Oh, so you're watching SpongeBob. <laughs> and and my my daughter yeah, my daughter's about to be seven, so Yeah. And I saw, listen, and I saw your boy learning the flute. Is that the flute? What is it? Is that a flute or is yeah. that a recorder? Recorder. 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 He's pretty good. No, Joe Joe's Joe's doing dance dance America or something <laughs> over there with his daughter. That's what oh, Joe's yeah, doing. Yeah, he is. 
Yeah, and yeah. My daughter will dance. And Joe, you and listen. Just if people want to go see that, it's Joe. What Joe Eleven? Is it Joe zero 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 one one? Is that what it is on on Instagram? For Instagram? Yes. Yeah, it's uh, Joe. Oh, yeah. All right, and and Steve, you <laughs> are on Instagram. You are scfs underscore Steve. You gotta so go. South Coast Firearm Safety underscore Steve. And you gotta go check these guys out if you haven't yeah, done I'm, so already. I'm and, Joe, and anybody, Joe zero one one one. There you go, Joe zero one one one. And guys, listen. If you if you haven't written that down, just go into the just go into my Instagram. It, you guys can connect right through my Instagram and find these guys and see. Uh, exactly what Steve's talking about. Because I will tell you, Joe, you're quite the dancer, brother. I see you doing that dance, dance revolution, man, in front of the TV, brother. And I'm a little jealous, yeah. man. I'm, a, I can't like, like you got the moves, got bro. The moves like Jagger. Right? Guys, he does. He's cutting. Guys, cutting rug and everything, man. It's amazing. Yeah. How funny hey, the is things that? You, the things your daughter, your, your kids will make you do. You it's know? it's Dude, true, bro. You and absolutely you do. And you, you know what? You do everything she tells you to do. That's what you do. Exactly. That's how it works. My my wife tells me she's got. My daughter got me wrapped around her finger. Absolutely. It's so true. And you can <laughs> see Steve anytime. You can see Steve, you can see Joe dancing. <laughs> like a night at the Roxbury. Right? Baby. Right? There yeah. he is. Anyway, talking, it kind of got shifted. But TV, guys, if you guys are watching TV, if you watch anything, I happen to just catch, obviously, Tiger King. I just finished episode seven on that. And all I got to say is that uh, Carol's a whore. And Jeff's an asshole. Like that's <laughs> that's what I'm saying in that. That's all I got to hey, say about that. Wait a minute. Do not do not call Jeff oh, an asshole. You don't think he's an asshole? You don't think he said him? Guy. Up? You don't think he he's said got him the up? hot wife and the nanny now? Who's the asshole? I know, right? I know. And it's listen. And it's not just a nanny, right? Like they're they're really good looking women. Let's just be fair and honest here. Absolutely. How, how old is he, dude? He's got to be in his like late sixties, right? Sixties. You have. He's got to be in his sixties. Uh, he plays it off good because he does. He does the beanie. He's definitely at least in his upper 50s, I yeah, would say. Yeah, yeah, close to his 60s. But he gets away with it because he wears the trendy clothes. He wears the baggy clothes, and he makes himself look yeah. younger. But then, obviously, the guy's got money, and he's got a hot wife who's now pregnant. They're having a kid, right? And then they got, well, they had the kid, and now they got the nanny. And they're talking about doing a whole other series of the Tiger King. And that'll be interesting. Yeah. But I'll tell you, man, he I, I believe he's It's funny because the nanny's harder than the wife. <laughs> he told her, he says it in the episode. He says, I told her she could have a nanny as long as I could pick her. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? But I, that's I, all right because they're swingers. They so are, it's all good. They are swingers. And all you need is a little pussy and you can get... You can be a swinger, right? Because they got all the cats. Absolutely. They got all the cats, yep. right? They got the cats. Yep. That's what they do. So if you guys haven't watched Tiger King, go check it out. I mean, that's like watching a car accident. It really is. Like you can't, once you stop watching it, you can't stop watching it. It's amazing. And the other show I wanted to mention, guys, I don't know. And I know you guys will both know what I'm talking about. You guys remember Waco? That whole situation took place oh, in 1993. Yeah. Have you watched yeah. it on Netflix? Have you watched the... the yes. How, yes. uh, how I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet, bro. Do yourself. It was, uh, it's absolutely dude, fantastic. It. It's what is it like five or six episodes? I believe um, it's not a huge yeah, I think binge. It's six episodes six, again. Another binge watch. It is a binge watch, and it's it's absolutely fantastic. I thought they did an amazing job with it. And if you remember when it happened, that was in 1993. I remember it happening, and I remember watching it on the news, but I had no idea the inner workings of what actually took place, man. At the end of the day, that was on that was in April 19th of 1993. It was a 51-day standoff, and 75 yep. people died, including 25 children, all at the hand, all at the hand of the FBI. It started with the ATF. No, because it, no ATF. ATF was to blame for the whole thing. 
Well, yeah, because they started it, but then the FBI. The FBI, they... the FBI was involved in it. Yep. Um, at uh, well, not the tail end. I mean, they came in right at the beginning. Yep. But the ATF is the one that caused they it were all. Because they, they thought they were, the they were smuggling guns and stuff like that, right? Which right. I guess wasn't the case. I mean, they were referred to as the Davidians, and the, the leader's name was David. So you can kind of, and they were saying that they were gonna, they were gonna do a mass suicide, and but none of that was true. I mean, it really, when you watch the story and you watch the movie, and I hope. And I hope that it's all legit. Like, I hope that the the, that, the, the Waco movie or the series that I watched, I, I hope and pray that the information that they, they, they put forward is true. And if it is, bro, that's sad, man. What a sad, sad, no, it, it's, right? It's, what a it's terrible... pretty dead on because I've, I've read like two or three books on it. See, I'm, I, I love history. I'm into that kind of, like, I'm into... Then you're on the right podcast, his- brother. Like, I'm, I I love history, that kind of stuff. Like, I've read books on that. I've read books on, you know, the killing of Osama bin Laden and all that. Like, I'm into that military-type SEAL, SEAL Team 6, right? You, you've read right, that, right? Right, I'm yep. into all that kind of stuff. Yep. And all the books I've read are all say the same thing. And that, that series was dead on to the books. So, I mean, it was, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I There was a lot of stuff in there that I didn't know and... If I have to mention anything, I mean, uh, rest in peace to all those innocent souls, man, that lost their lives. You know what I mean? They believed in something. They were doing their own thing, minding their own business. And somehow the federal government got involved. And uh, what a tragic, tragic story. So if you have a chance and opportunity, get on there. It's on Netflix. Go check it out, The Waco Siege. And if any, if you have any time, guys, I know a lot of us are spending some time on the internet and checking stuff out. You know, Steve and Joe, I just want to thank you guys so very, very much for joining the show today. Um, give you the thank opportunity you. right now. Listen, guys, is there any... I know, Steve, I know that you, um, you, you are the... Uh, owner operator of South Coast Firearmsafety.com and I just want to let everybody know who's listening if you guys Well have... that that so <laughs> uh-huh. so that website no longer exists. Oh really? Long story, long story. I don't even want to get into it cuz a bad host. That's the problem. Yeah. So but I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. Yep. Just search South Coast Firearm Safety. Or they can find you right through me. They can come to the Bobby Kudo show on Instagram and you're yep. there. You're, they're going to find you. I mean we're constantly communicating back and forth so I guess my point is is if anybody has any questions, Second Amendment, right? Second Amendment so important, especially now in this climate. If you guys have any questions, concerns, you know, going about getting your license to carry, how to, you know, and, I, and I'll go back and say it again, Steve, you were very, very helpful. When I went to fill out my application for my firearm, and Joe, I know that you also have your license to carry as well, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so, and I know you'll agree. I mean, it's so helpful to know what to write down because quite honestly, it really makes the difference. You know, what you put on that application is really going to be the determining factor whether or not you're you're issued a, a license to carry or you're going to get some ridiculous restriction that doesn't even allow you to carry your gun. You got to put it in the in the trunk and then the, the, the ammo is in the... They don't just, do that. No yeah, more. ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. So if uh, you Some have, places still do. Yeah, some of them do so but if you have any questions go reach reach out to steve see joe you should be reaching out to steve man you guys need to talk about this stuff and it's a perfect i thought thought in the state of massachusetts that they can't hold you back to just sporting anymore no they can you know there's a lot of places boston yeah boston will um Pretty much anything around Boston. Oh, freaking Rhode Island. Worcester's the same Rhode way. Island wants nothing to do with me, man. I tried to apply in Rhode Island. They pretty much told me to go fuck myself. I couldn't even. I couldn't do oh, anything with Rhode Island. I got my. Yeah, it took I, me. It took me about four years to get my Rhode Island license. No kidding. I got my New Hampshire license. And I had to have. I had to have some strings pulled yeah, in order yeah. for me to even. See, so all the more reasons. So you know how to go about those things, and I know that you would be willing to offer that information to people. They just got to reach out and uh, hit Steve up. And if you guys are going for your license to carry. 
Uh, I know that in Massachusetts, it's an obligation. I can't speak for all states, but you do have to take a safety course. And Steve, you are NRA certified instructor to to, uh, facilitate that safety course, correct? Yes, I am. So there you go. So all the more reason why you should reach out to Steve and check it out if you have uh, any interest in that whatsoever. Joe, do you have anything you want to throw out there, brother? Is there anything you want to shine a light on? No, not really. Just that you're (laughs) you're an awesome guy. I'm I'm just a... An average Joe just He's my, just a dancer. Uh, you're not just an, dude, you're not just an average Joe. You are the Joe. You are the Joe. <laughs> right? You are the Joe. I'm here. And the new John Travolta. There you go. I love it. <laughs> John Travolta. That's hilarious. So, guys, listen, again, I just want to thank you very, very much. I mean, we're, we're knocking on three hours here. If you haven't done so already, go check out the Bobby Kudo Show on Patreon. Uh, anchor.fm forward slash the Bobby Kudo Show forward slash support. If you want to help support the show, obviously, you know, Steve mentioned it and I'll mention it. This stuff isn't cheap. Like web hosting and podcast hosting, like this stuff, it all costs money. It's a, it's a reoccurring charge. And, you know, granted, you know, I, I'm carrying the burden because I love the podcast and I will continue to do this as long as I possibly can. But I always say it, if you guys are willing to support and help, I always appreciate it. And if you're not going to support the show, at least, at least go over and support the Shriners Children's Hospital. If you're not going to give it here, go give it there because that's an organization that is doing amazing, amazing things for amazing, amazing people. Keep it in mind, uh, loveshriners.org. It's an organization. They treat these children. The families go in there and they don't pay a single dime for treatment for their children. And uh, as, as a parent, and guys, I know you guys as parents, I mean, obviously, whenever you have a child in dire need of medical assistance, it's already scary enough to deal with those things. And then you have an organization like the Shriners that are helping alleviate some of those pressures on these families that have children with, uh, you know, these, these debilitating illnesses that otherwise would probably go untreated. So if you're not going to go support the Bobby Kudo Show, go over support the Shriners Children's Hospital. It's the least you can do for your fellow man. And outside of that, guys, I mentioned before, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, hit up the show, hit up Steve, hit up Joe, say hello, uh, and, and, and show everybody that you got a voice. I mean, again, I always mention it, and I, and I, and I, and I tell everyone, I'm not here to teach you anything. I'm just here to remind you, you know, bringing people like Steve and Joe on the show just, I think, just solidifies that that's the message, you know, that it's we're all out here. We're all trying to do the right thing. We're all working really, really, really hard and just trying to make the right decisions that helps not only ourselves, but the people around us. You know, with that said, I just want to say, Steve, thank you very much, sir, for joining the show. My pleasure. Joe, thank you, sir, very, very much for joining the show. Thank you. And I want to say thank you all for listening and and lending us your ear for just about three hours. And remember that I love you all equally. Most importantly, always remember that all roads lead here.